That one was way better. I agree. That was way better. Yeah. On the second take of the intro of today's Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we are talking the weekly wrestling recap and our retro beer ratings as usual. And on our slate today for the retro beer ratings, we have No Way Out of Texas in Your House from, I think, February 1998. Yeah, they said it was close to Valentine's Day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, somebody made an all-time horrendous take online last weekend. We're going to talk about that. Joe probably doesn't know what I'm talking about, but we'll see. And uh-huh. we have the return of the Drunk Dudes draft, and this week we are not joined by Joe. R.I.P. Unfortunately. We are joined by Dewey. As he has been in every draft. And my good buddy from back home, Brooks. And we're going to be talking games. I'll just leave it at that. We're going to be talking about games. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. And you can follow me on Untapped at Dylan Free. You can follow Joe on Untapped at Joe Kalinowski. We've got a hell of a show for everyone today. Joe, are you ready to give us another... Uh, on the second take, you you ready to give us uh, another beer crack here? Yep. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome into episode 17 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. My name is Dylan. I am joined by Joe. Hello. Hey, Joe. And my back is, you know what? My neck, my back. You can finish the rest, but don't even think about it. Your bussy? No, no, I don't have a bussy. (laughs) I do have a crack, though. But anyways, my no, but seriously, my back is fucking killing me. I woke up today. So, Leslie, obviously, we talked about it. I don't even remember if it was last week or the week before, but my wife is pregnant and I walked in the bedroom last night and she's using my pillow to put between her legs because it was comfortable for her. So, I walked in the bedroom and I was like, "All right, time for me to go to sleep." And I go in there and she's got my pillow. The only one I have, and you know what? I let her sleep because I'm a good person. So I went out to the couch, and I slept on the couch last night, and now my back hurts. And it's one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life as far as my back pain goes. Worse than the, the last time where you wouldn't golf for like yes. three months? Yes. Huh. It's terrible. It's horrendous. I can't even begin to describe it i can't sit on the couch right now i'm sitting in the recliner and it's not much better so that's me that's that that you know what 
for people that are thinking about doing nice things for their significant other, that's what it'll get you. Just don't do anything nice ever. Exactly. Because it'll get you hurt. Um, so the other thing that happened to me this week was I found out that I cannot. So, you know what? Actually, backtrack. Talked about last week. I talked about how SummerSlam is going to be awesome. I said, oh, actually, even before that, we said, oh, CJ is going to join us for SummerSlam. It's going to be the best thing ever. And last week I said, oh, nice. I'll have to take off for that. Well, you know what? I can't. turns out I can't. I just can't do it. Why not? Well, it's a work thing. So I would prefer not to talk about it. But there's this thing that like if there's a certain person at work that if they are taking leave at this, uh, then you cannot take leave at the same time. So like I'm kind of interlocked with this one person. It's it's kind of hard to describe to the non-Navy folk. But basically like this person is my counterpart on the other side of the watch bill. And if they take leave, then I can't take leave. That's, that's basically the thing. And when I got back from leave and went back to work, uh, on Monday night, I found out that they're already taking leave during SummerSlam. So I can't do do it. Is it for SummerSlam? No, they're not taking leave for SummerSlam. It's not even worth it. They should cancel their leave. Chad would, Chad, Chad would allow that. No, I've already talked to Chad about this, and he said, oh, shit, that sucks. I think think that's what he said. That does suck. You know, speaking of Chad, Chad actually, I I forgot to tell you about this before we started. Chad got really upset at me when I got back to work because last week we didn't talk about how he messaged me one night while I was on vacation with the Slammiversary beer ratings. (laughs) and he was re- oh no and he was really upset with me uh about <laughs> the fact that we didn't talk about them well you know what i didn't watch slammiversary the only thing that i know is that jay white showed up at the end so you know what if, if for for those that watch tna or impact or whatever you want to call it it's it's definitely called impact i don't know even know why i said tna anymore here are chad's beer ratings for impact slammiversary <laughs> the the ultimate six man got two and a quarter beers. Uh, well, who are the contestants? I I don't. Rem- you really want me to look that up right now? Nah, uh, I mean, sure. I don't really know their names. It's fine. I I know some of them, but I was about to try to like really think back in my mind who won this match because I did read the, like the Bleacher grades for Slammiversary, but yeah, I don't remember who won. Uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green beat. Uh, Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood, one and a quarter beers. And that included a Chelsea Green debut finisher beer. So I guess the match only got a quarter of a beer. I'm just Uh reading what Chad wrote to me. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, So that was the ultimate X match was the first one? No, no. Yeah, the ultimate ultimate X match got 2.25 beers. All right, Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Petey Williams, Rohit Raju, and Trey Miguel. Dope. Uh, the third match was W. Morrissey 
aka Big Cass, uh, defeated. I think he beat Eddie Edwards. Uh, he got a beer and a quarter for that. Uh, then Finn Juice versus uh, Shira and Madman Fulton. Never heard of any of those people. Uh, he said this got 0.75 beers, which included the return of Finn Juice. So I don't know how you can have less than a beer. Well, unless he started it with like a quarter of a beer and then it was a finisher beer and it works. The math works. But like, so you're saying the match was just trash, but I, I highly couple, doubt couple, that. A couple entrances and... I highly doubt that. All right. It was probably 1.75, which probably means that the Tennille Dashwood, um, Brian Myers, and then Cardona and Green match probably actually got 2.25 beers. Why is that? Because... Well, no, Chelsea Green came out before that. Oh, no, no, that was her debut. Yeah. No, I... I thought she came out before, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. I think she did. And then Moose... I, I think she was on the, the episode before. All right. Either way. And then he said, Moose and Chris Saban got a beer and a half. Good for them. Didn't watch it. It was probably great. And then Tag Team Title 4-Way got two and a half beers. And then he said, included the, deb- the debut of No Way Jose, who was just called yep. No Way now. Yeah, it was uh, the Good Brothers defeated Violent by Design, uh, Rick Swan and Willie Mack, and then Fala Ba and No Way Jose. No Way. Yeah, so that probably actually got three and a half beers, or somewhere close to that. Then Deanna Perrazzo versus Thunder Rosa got what he said a beer and a quarter, and then included the debut of Thunder Rosa. How I mean, so many debuts. This is ridiculous. Is Thunder I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't think that Thunder Rose is a debut here, right? Well if it's a return, it's the same amount of drinks, so Yeah, I guess you're right. Either way, so that'd probably be like two and a quarter. And then Omega and Sammy Callahan, he said got five and a quarter beers, which included the debut of Jay White. He said tons of weapon use slash ref bumps. And then he said, that's like 16 beers, I think. I'm wasted. Who knows? <laughs> and that was Chad's review of Impact Slammiversary. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Yeah, that match went for uh, almost 28 minutes, and it was a no DQ match. So it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, tons of ref bumps, always. They're the best. <laughs> and then right. obviously with a no DQ match, it's going to be a lot of weapon use. So, let's get let's get back on track here, because uh, <laughs> what, what what were we even talking about before we got? Oh, the fact that I can't take off for SummerSlam. I feel like we ended with that. I feel yeah. I feel like I don't want to talk about that anymore. Um, I would like to talk about this uh, this thing I mentioned in the intro before the music hit that someone made an all time horrendous take this week, Joe. Did you did you hear about this? Well, I, I, there are plenty of horrendous takes. Go ahead and say yours, and then I'll I'll see if mine aligns. Well, I've got this thing screenshotted. I have a guy named at Ali Also. He tweeted on the twenty fourth of July at four twenty seven p.m. Eddie Guerrero was a B plus player at best, and people only hold him in such high regard because he's dead. Uh, yeah, I uh, I saw an article about that actually. 
Uh, that is that is a terrible take. I forgot about that actually, and it's not at all what I thought you were going to say. Your thoughts, other than the fact that it's a terrible take. Well, obviously the guy's an idiot. Like, like wrestling fans as a whole are stupid. We're stupid. Like, not all wrestling fans are stupid. I don't want I don't want like people to get the wrong idea. But there are wrestling fans out there. That that just fucking hate what they're watching. I I'll I'll say right now I'm really dumb. Yeah, I'm dumb too. But there there are people that are there and they think that they like wrestling, but they actually hate what they're watching, regardless of what they're watching. And they're just never going to be happy because they they want that that experience that they had before their dad went away and they when they used Whoa. to watch wrestling. <laughs> Jesus, was that a stab at me? No, no, not at all. Jesus. No, I meant like, no, oh, jeez, <laughs> that was terrible. I'm, fuck- no, I was say- I'm I was- fucking with you. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, uh, you, you know, they watched it as a kid and they enjoyed it then and then they grew up and they don't like wrestling anymore. So they just, they just attack it because they think that they might like it, but they actually don't. So you're saying that the people that hate wrestling are the people that grew up then their parents got divorced and their dad left, and then all of a sudden they stopped watching wrestling. <laughs> that and was now controversial. They, and now they hate. <laughs> and now they hate wrestling. No, but they pretend to still be wrestling fans, like Jim Cornette. Whoa. <laughs> we'll talk about him later in the retro. Or no, video. actually, not even Jim Cornette. Vince Russo is even worse. Oh fuck that dude. We're not yeah, going to talk about him in the retro review. Um. <laughs> wow. Well, okay then. Uh, so so my, mine is maybe less controversial, uh, but I saw a tweet just on our our shared DDT Wrestle Pod Twitter where someone said, "If Samoa Joe beats Karrion Cross at NXT Takeover, that's basically the same as Goldberg beating Roman Reigns at SummerSlam." What? <laughs> <laughs> and and he didn't back up his argument at all. There were just people like saying you're an idiot, but like back to him. And I think what they mean is like Samoa Joe went away from NXT for years and now he's just signed a contract and he's already getting a championship opportunity. But Samoa Joe was hurt. And then he got released from his contract. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. First of all, you're, <laughs> first of all, you're comparing Samoa Joe to Goldberg, which I don't think we need to talk about there. Do, do we really need to unpack that? No. Second of all, you're comparing Karrion Cross to Roman Reigns right now. <laughs> and Roman Reigns is doing the absolutely best work of his career right now. And I don't want to fucking hear that slander. I'm sorry. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to boo the shit out of him right now because he's doing the best heel work of his career. And it's it's incredible. You know what Karrion Cross is doing? Going to Raw, losing, or sometimes winning, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we can talk about that, too. We'll, we'll talk about that later. And then on NXT, he's getting his fucking shit pushed in by uh, by Samoa Joe. Uh, uh, like, uh, verbally. It's, so, it's not even that. It's, it's what bothered me about it in the comparison between Joe, who was injured, who's wanted to get back in the ring for a very long time, and Goldberg, who is, is obviously should be retired, hurts people in the ring, and is there for the money twice a year. Fuck Goldberg. Fuck Goldberg. Yeah, good point. 
But to compare Joe to that, who's who's wanted to get back to the ring, and because he couldn't get back to the ring, he got released from his contract. Exactly. And then, and then who our got savior, released. He got yeah. released. Yeah. And then our savior, Triple H, signed him. And now we're getting one of the best feuds I've seen on WWE programming in a long time. Just like his entrance music says, bow down to the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Raven. Someone must be outside just like waving. Do you remember that guy with five dogs? Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Did he get us? A... Wait, no, no. Last week he had six dogs. Maybe one of them died. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Jesus. No, I think this guy fosters dogs, so he's not actually that bad a dude. But <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I don't know. We can count as they go by. I see one, two... Does he have each of them on like a separately like three three? Yeah. He has Four, he has each of them five. on a like a it, it looks like five dogs. So he has he's carrying he's uh walking two dogs and his like three kids are walking another three dogs. Oh, I was gonna say, does he have like each dog on like like the first dog is on a twenty foot leash, the second dog is on a on a fifteen foot leash, the third dog is on a ten foot leash. Like you were like <laughs> One, and then you were like looking around. <laughs> Two. No, there were multiple people walking dogs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, I, uh, I guess we can just wait for Raven to get done. I don't even know where this, I don't even remember like how to pick back up from this. Uh, we were talking about Samoa Joe. I said something like, and he's been doing, he like, this is one of the best feuds we've seen in, in a long time. And I wanted to say, like, since Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Adam Cole started, but I didn't say that. I'm glad you didn't, because it seems like that's still not over. Uh, yeah, I meant started, though. Uh, anyway, uh, I was actually going to say earlier today that we're probably not going to get much barking from Raven or earlier in this pod. Because Raven's been hurt this week. I don't know what she did, but she's she's been limping like this entire week. And she's been like a little less active because of it. I really thought we weren't going to get much barking. but I wish she would hurt her vocal cords. Hey, dude, that's fucked up. There, that's my dog. There, I said it. You know what? I, and, and I don't even feel bad about it. Well, I hope that Pony sprains his sleeping muscles <laughs> i bet actually you know what if there were if there were such a thing as sleeping muscles i would bet honey would sprain them every day yeah all right let's get into uh let's get into some, re- <laughs> some wrestling finally uh we're gonna start with our retro beer ratings this week we had uh no way out of texas in your house it is the final pay per view of nineteen or uh, the final pay per view before WrestleMania fourteen. Do we want to start with signs? Do you have signs? I didn't get signs today, but I got a couple good quotes that I want to leave until the, the match. Yeah, that. I I got two signs. Um, I had uh, a sign that said Guido with a down arrow toward the person. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was pretty comical, and then I saw Rocky fears Bullwinkle. And that was during the Nation match. Huh. Okay. I thought that was funny. 
Those those are pretty good signs, but I think Canada brings it on their sign game on a whole nother level. Oh, for sure. Like above any anywhere else, especially Texas. Yeah, you know who didn't bring it to their sign game? Houston. Houston. Houston, we have a problem. And it's your sign game. <laughs> All right, the first match we had was the Headbangers versus Mark Miro and the artist formerly known as Goldust. Or should I say Marilyn Monroe Dust? Uh, yeah, I forget what he kept on calling him. He called him Marilyn Dust a bunch? Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, I would like to start by saying JR called New Jersey a great state, which uh, is just false. Yeah, he said the great state of New Jersey, and then there was stuff on the commentary of, what do you mean great state? <laughs> you, you know when they go through the Lincoln Tunnel, they're looking at the like they're looking at a literal light at the end of the tunnel because they're finally getting to somewhere better like New York. I would just like something. to say that when I was stationed in New York and when I went home to visit, which was quite often when I lived in New York, I had the option of going east or north. So I could go east and go through Jersey, like through through all of Maryland, up through Jersey, up the Jersey Turnpike, and up through New York to upstate or i could go through pennsylvania and every time i chose pennsylvania because new jersey sucks and they they don't let you pump your own gas yeah fuck fuck route nine i don't like that i don't like when other people pump my gas for me i don't know what it is yeah i don't trust them i don't trust them i'm not a not a big fan they're putting 5g in your car that's probably what they're doing i mean probably not but i guess there's a chance (laughs) No, no, not, 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 not actually. Um, Thrasher, Thrasher got busted open during this match. Yeah. And a lot of times they kept saying like the blood was coming from the back of his head, which was just totally false. Yeah, it was definitely on the forehead, but they kept on changing it up. They're like, is it coming from the back or the front? It was just, (laughs) you would see the back of his head and it was just completely bald and not bloody. Yeah. You Um, know, what's weird. So. I mean, we, we've both been to wrestling events at this point. Uh, and one of the things I noticed in, in the wrestling events is that if there's blood on the mat, then they'll change the mat. Or even just between every couple matches, they'll, they'll change the, the, the canvas on the mat. They went like three matches, or at least three matches, with just the blood from the first match still on the, on the mat. And you which, know, that's probably just something that they didn't care about back then. Cause you yeah. know we're we're still '90s wrestling here, Joe. Yeah, we're we're and, and in fact now we're in the Attitude Era, so we're talking even a a, a a bigger beast of not giving a fuck. Yeah. So. So base so in this match, uh, you know, Luna came down the ring with Goldust, and Sable was still with Mark Miro, and. At the very beginning of the match, Mark Miro said, we only have room for one beautiful woman oh, down yeah. here. <laughs> so he kicked out the more beautiful woman and left uh, Luna there. And then, Yikes. you know, they, they had a, a classic tag match, which was, eh, it, it, was, it, was, it was it was all right. It was a classic meh. Yeah, it was a classic meh match. Uh, and it ended with... Uh, Sable coming back at the end because she was pissed off because she just basically got dumped by Mark Miro. When she came back out, I was so like, I was on the edge of my seat. I was, <laughs> I, I got hammered <laughs> during this pay per view. So yeah, 
Yeah, so Sable you know, comes back down and she attacks Mark Miro, and Mark Miro had just hit the TKO on, uh, I think it was Mosh, and then the ref was was inter- was very into the stuff going on outside of the ring, and while while the ref was distracted, Mosh who who had just gotten hurt switched switched places with Thra- with Thrasher, and uh, then Thrasher is now in the ring and he ended up. He's not injured, as opposed to Th- Mosh, who had taken to had taken the finisher, and he ended up uh, pinning Mark Miro because of that. Which so I they- I kind of when I saw it in the moment, I kind of wanted to call bullshit on because one of them's bleeding and one of them's not. So like, what the fuck are you doing, ref? Yeah, what I a, mean, that's fair. What is that ref doing? You know, but refs refs suck. Refs, refs suck at their jobs. I'm pretty sure this was Tim White. <laughs> uh, Tim White, what are you doing, bro? Come on. Uh, this match got two beers, and the headbangers. Uh, yeah, pull off the old switcheroo and they pick up the win. And we move on to the next match, which was Takamichinoku versus Pantera, not to be confused with Pantera, the band. Yeah, that I was mostly confused for most of the match because I thought Pan, I like I know that the band has more members and I only saw one wrestler in there, so I was pretty confused for a good while. Yeah, but I do have some quotes there. Uh, okay. I mean, obviously, there's some quotes for this match. If, All right. You, if you, you know, if you knew that we were watching this pay per view this week, you knew there was going to be some quotes here. Yeah. Uh, so you go ahead and say one, and then I'll say one. Okay. Like I'll start. I'll start with my first quote that I have written down. Uh, obviously, a Jerry Lawler quote. Um, Jerry Lawler said when Sonny was making her entrance, he said, Sonny will get a rise out of anybody. Yeah. I heard that one. I didn't write it down. Yeah. But I mean, that, just bonk. Uh, I got, everyone knows Japanese are losers. Hell, even Barney could beat Godzilla. I did not hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's talking shit on Takanosha, and he calls all Japanese people losers. You mean Michinoku? Michi- what did I say? You said Takanoshu. <laughs> Jesus, right, I've, dude. I've been drinking for too long. Did we both? I'm, I mean, I watched this pay-per-view right before we started recording. Yeah. I think we both yeah. did. So, yeah. yeah, as usual, I didn't tally up how many it got. But uh, if you've if you've ever watched this pay-per-view and you know how the main event goes... And you know what our drinking game is. You know that we're both pretty fucked up right now. Uh, but I had a Brian Christopher quote. And I said, like father, like son, Brian Christopher calls Michinoku a slant eye. Ooh. Which is completely fucked up. No, that's not nice. And I'm, I'm just here to just say hand up. And Brian Christopher... Oh, wait, we already... Well, no, we no, already, he's dead. He's yeah, dead. we already don't, talked don't, about it, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, go fuck yourself, but, you know. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he can't do that anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty, yeah. That'd be pretty fucked up of me to say. Yeah, good thing you didn't oops, say it. <laughs> oops, did I, oops, did I already say it? Yikes. <laughs> oops. Did you, uh, did you have another quote for this match, Joe? <laughs> so we can get off of this topic. Yeah, Pantera was... Uh, was applying a a submission move and king said he's trying to give up but he doesn't know english oh no (laughs) so i have this one brian christopher said he don't know no english and then i wrote down jr actually started making fun of brian christopher saying are you sure that you know english because (laughs) because you said he don't know no english 
and JR started making fun of him, and it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, because I remember hearing that as well, because I wrote, but he don't know English. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that was my that was my last quote. But um, I would like I, to say I, that the that Jerry Lawler and Brian Christopher sitting next to each other look exactly alike. And yeah. I I haven't seen them sit next to each other like that before. So like, it was uncanny how like how alike they looked. Yeah, I have one more quote, and I don't know if it was in this match, but. Uh... I don't know if it was in this match, but I, again, I, since I don't know, I'll just mention it now since we're talking about quotes. Uh-huh. Um, King says, or, or someone brings up Bill Clinton. Oh, it must have been during the uh, the Nation of Domination match because they were talking about leaders, and I think JR brought up Bill Clinton. And King says, don't get me started on Bill Clinton where is Lee Harvey Oswald when you, this country needs him? Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? I did not hear that. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't. How did this country not explode in the 90s? How did the world not explode in the 90s? With, with, com- with comments like that, unfucking real Holy shit, man. Um, I want... Let's get back on track here with the Michinoku and Pantera match. Um, let's talk. Let's actually talk about the match. I thought Pantera had a beautiful moonsault. It was one yeah. of the, one of the most beautiful moonsaults I've ever seen. Uh, and that's really all I, <laughs> about the match. That's all I had to say about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just wanted that to, might I that just, might be one of my favorite JR quotes. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's really bad. <laughs> All right, we 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 need to. Holy shit, we need to catch up here. We need we need to ease up. Um, Michinoku retains and pins Pantera after the Michinoku driver. Uh, this match got one and a half beers. I don't think we said how many beers the last match got. Uh, I got you. You got two. I got two and a quarter. Oh, you got two and a quarter for last match. Yeah. Well, why didn't? You oh no no no! I got two. Never mind. I was, I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh okay. Well, I got two. Now you got me all worried. Okay. Uh, I actually don't have any other thing that says two and a quarter on there, but I do have two. I do have a match that got two and a quarter beers, but we'll get to that. Uh, but. Speaking of getting to that, the next match is the Godwins versus the quote. You didn't even say what the, what Pantera and- I did. I said it got a beer and a half. Oh, okay. Good. Fucking loser. <laughs> the next match is the Godwins versus the Quebecers. We are so fucked up. Uh, I have a Jerry Lawler quote. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um I don't know why I thought this was funny, but he said Rotor Rooter Man discovered Canada because they were talking about how Columbus discovered America, and he was like, yeah. I, you know who discovered Canada? The Rotor Rooter Man. <laughs> I yeah, don't, yeah I, I heard that. I didn't understand it. I don't understand it either. Maybe somebody can uh, tell us why that's funny. Uh, but my drunk self, I was like, you know how when you laugh at something that you don't understand? Yeah. That was me here. Okay. I thought it... Okay, well, you you making it sound like it's you didn't laugh at it. You probably did. No, I, I just did, I didn't understand it. Well, I didn't either, but I thought it was funny. 
because you you would feel like some somebody more important than the rotor rooter man would discover Canada, but I guess not. Yeah. Anyways, good point. <laughs> um, I would like to point out before we talk about how many beers this match got that I probably missed a lot of drinks. So Joe's probably gonna have a higher rating than me. Um, that's because uh, Honey had the zoomies during this match, and he was playing with his rope toy, and I couldn't I couldn't stop watching him and playing with him. So I probably missed a lot of drinks in this match. But, oh, actually, I, I do have another quote. What's that? Uh, Jerry Lawler said the Godwin's IQ test came back, came back negative. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty fucking funny. All right. How many beers did, did you get? Uh, beer and a quarter. I got a beer and a half. Okay. I will take that. You, you didn't do terribly. I'll, t- I'll take that to the bank. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Uh, as as Sasha would say, you can bank on that. The I I, I also wrote um, an Adam or something that Adam would say. I wrote God wins, not God lose, because they won. Good mm-hmm. one. I told that to Leslie and she laughed. She just misses Adam. You miss Adam, but like more than me. <laughs> she said she doesn't miss me. She's sitting right next to me. She said she doesn't she just, miss me. She just uses you for your pillow. Oh my goodness. She just grabbed my beer and smelled it. And said, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's having like a semi O face for it. Anyways, speaking the next match. <laughs> speaking of the uh, speaking of an O face. Um, <laughs> speaking of beer. <laughs> Yeah, sure, go ahead. I'm, I'm drinking a Chance IPA by Wild Leap Cra- Craft Beer. What are you drinking, Dylan? Uh, well, this is uh, Clean Out My Fridge Week, so um, I actually have two things open right now because of our botched intro, Yeah. which I don't think we ever actually talked about. But I have a uh, Black Cherry Core Seltzer and a Victory Summer Love IPA. Or not IPA, Golden Ale. Uh, yeah. This beer is from Lagrange, La Georgia. Lagrange. Lagrange. Oh, like the like the like ZZ the song? song. Yeah, that's. R&D. I mean, that's what I would think. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Uh, and then it's got a dope ass like etched picture of a buffalo on there. Oh, I thought it was a pink elephant when you first flashed it on the screen. That's it's a buffalo. Are you trying to tell me something? Guy on a buffalo. No. Oh, I thought you were trying to buffalo me. Ooh, oh, that'd be nice. That'd be a good beer to buffalo someone on, though. Probably. <laughs> sounds like sounds like something we would do. Uh, so speaking of, nope. Anyway, the next <laughs> match is speaking, <laughs> speaking of guys on a buffalo. <laughs> no. J- JBL, that's good. That's good. Yeah, JBL versus uh, Jeff Jarrett. Um, and oh, I have another. I have a couple of Jerry Lawler quotes. Where am I getting all these Jerry Lawler quotes? Uh, Jerry Probably Lawler, from the pay-per-view. Well, yeah, that's where uh, where I'm getting them from. But I didn't think I would be getting them from uh, a match between two white people. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Jerry, I mean, let's be honest. Jerry Lawler sucks. But anyways, yeah. Jerry Lawler said, you know what you call a pretty girl in Texas? A tourist. A tourist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish these were just jokes. Uh, and then I have another one. Jerry Lawler said, I could have been in the NFL, but I didn't get my contract straightened out. 
I wanted Sundays off. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, so this this match uh, had the Na- NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. Is that what it stands yeah. for? Yeah. So it had the National Wrestling Alliance, which was Jeff Jarrett uh, with. Well, it's a promotion. Like this is just yeah. a couple people that out of it, but yeah. Yeah, but they kept on talking about it like it was the entire alliance. Jeff, like Jeff Jarrett, Midnight Express, Jim Cornette, and um, I forget the last guy's name. Yeah, I don't remember either. But Jeff he, Jarrett, he used to, not he Jeff used Jarrett, to tag but, with JBL before this. Oh, the guy from uh, oh, this is gonna bug the, the, the new age. Me. No, the the new Blackjacks. The new Blackjacks. Yeah. I don't remember either. Mm, this is gonna bug the shit out of me. I almost said like Bull Durham, but that that's some that's a movie. Yeah, I don't remember right now, but that's fine um anyways anyways barry windham it is barry windham damn it or is it is it barry or is it someone it's, else yeah i looked it up so it's barry oh damn well okay then uh so most of the nwa got banned from ringside but uh jim Cornette had a manager's contract so he was allowed to stay ringside but i don't think he should have been allowed to stay ringside because he was he was cheating and interfering on the match the entire time. I agree, which led to a two-beer match. I got two beers for that. But Bradshaw wins by disqualification. Yep. So, you know, good for him. And then we move into what what they called a war of attrition match. And the first thing I wrote is, what the fuck is a war of attrition match? This was the Nation of Domination versus, uh, what was it? Ahmed Johnson, three members of the Bariquas. No, it was DOA. Or not, yeah, not DOA. Sorry, not Bariquas, DOA. Wow, yikes. Um, You're on the wrong side of the race war, dude. Don't cancel me. (laughs) <laughs> and someone else that I can't remember. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Said at the same time, maybe a little bit before you. Um, another, another. Uh, never mind. Be- I, I was going to say another Jerry Lawler quote, but then all, all the Jerry Lawler quote says is, explain the meaning of the word attrition. And I don't know why I wanted to talk about that. I don't know either. All right. Anyways, um, so first thing here is, is the race war over? I th- it looks like the race war is over because, well, you still got uh, you still got the only uh, DO- DOA versus the no- Nation of Domination, right? But that wasn't well, okay. <laughs> but but also DOA is, is tagging with Ahmed Johnson, so maybe maybe it all worked worked itself out. Well, Ahmed Johnson was never part of the nation. Yeah, but the original race war was the DOA versus the Bariquas, and the only member of the Bariquas that showed up in this pay per view was. Savio Vega. Savio Vega. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so maybe it's over. I would like to hope so, because I'm just kind of sick of it. Yeah. So sick of it. Twenty two years later. Yeah. Twenty three years later. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sick of yeah I'm sick of something that happened twenty three years ago. Just like we get sick of of continuing storylines today. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Mm, yep. Uh, and this was pretty much just a match. Yeah. I would. I also wanted to point out that Jr. and uh, 
King were once again confused about which one was Skull and which one was Eight Ball. Mm-hmm. I noticed that this time. I think I think it's written on the back of their biker jackets, but I I, I cannot cannot confirm that. But I think I saw that Skull when they were saying that they were like confident that one of that the one that was in the ring was Skull. I tried looking at the back of his jacket and I thought I read Skull, but I could be wrong. Yeah, there's no way of knowing. Really. But if, if it's written on the back of their jackets, that's just like, you know, that's unexcusable. Yeah, as a, for, for Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, this match got two and a quarter beers. Uh, the good guys win. Shamrock, the DOA, and Ahmed Johnson. And we move on to the, ooh, I almost said last, second to last match. Kane versus Vader. Uh, I have I do I have a legitimate Jerry Lawler quote for this one. Uh, Paul Bearer has double chins down to his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> might be true. Yeah. <laughs> might actually be true. That might actually be true. Uh, this for like Kane's was this was this Kane's first pay per view match? I think it was. No. the The one thing that I re- I remember talking about on the on the podcast was like. I don't think Kane wrestles until he faces the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, um, it was last week. I was I was putting together all the beer ratings in the database today that I hadn't put together since like I don't know, like almost a month ago. Kane faced mankind like two pay per views ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why would you look at that? Yeah. Well I I could not have been more wrong. <laughs> For all you people out there, you idiots thinking that that Kane doesn't wrestle until he faces the Undertaker at Mania. Guess what? He does face other people. Oh, I thought you were going to call me dumb. No, n- dude. I also thought that there was like uh, I also thought there was an off chance you were going to address Walter's growling. No, Walter's good. <laughs> I I did want to I did want to address one thing in this match. Uh there was a point where I think Vader uh, sprayed Kane with CO2 while Paul Bearer was distracting the ref. How do you yeah. not? How does the ref not hear a CO2 extinguisher going off? Uh, well, it goes back to, and I, I remember this from from like history. Refs have always been fucking stupid. Apparently, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something intelligent. No, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, I don't know even know why I asked the question. Uh, I just wanted to see what your your answer to it was. Uh, but yeah, Kane Kane wins obviously. Uh, this match, I, I got a beer for this match. Yeah. Uh, then we move into the main event, which was an unsanctioned match. It was three members of D Generation X, so Triple H, the Badass Billy Gunn, the Road Dog Jesse James, and Savio Vega versus. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Owen Hart, and I don't remember. Help. Did you say Stone Cold? Help. Billy, uh, so. Help me. New Age Outlaws, Triple H, Savio Vega versus. Help. Uh, Chainsaw, Chainsaw Charlie. Oh, Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus yeah. Jack. Jesus. Cactus Jack. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Dylan. I'll cut that. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. You never cuts it. <laughs> The uh, there was a, a couple spots here that I want to talk about because they were my favorites of the match. Uh, Chainsaw Charlie hitting Road Dog with the trash bag looked like it legitimately fucking hurt. 
when they brought that trash bag out, I thought it was full of tacks, but he just hit him with the tra- he just ended up just hitting him in the face with the trash bag. There was just yeah. a, there was a ton of unprotected like chair and any Rat- sort random of, board yeah, random weapon shots here that looked like they hurt a fuck ton. I really wish I took better notes during this match because I remember during the match being like, "Oh man, I should really talk about that during the podcast." Did you see the spot where Chainsaw Charlie just threw a trash can up, like, straight over uh, his head? Well, no, but there was a spot where... Well, I did see that, yeah. But there was a spot where Stone Cold was on the outside, and he threw a, a, a trash can into the ring. Yes, I and, like, laughed hit, hysterically at this. Yeah, I think he hit he one Billy of the Gun. new age out. Billy yeah, Gun. Billy Gunn. Uh, and that was so fucking funny. There was... Yeah. Uh, I thought that was probably second funniest spot of the match. The funniest spot of the match for me was Chainsaw Charlie throws a trash can directly above his head. It lands kind of to oh. he it lands kind of to his <laughs> side, and then Earl Hebner just trips over yeah. it. Yeah, he, well, I thought he hit Earl in the head. No, he, he it landed on the I, ground, and Earl just tripped over the trash can. It was so fucking funny. Oh, I, I think I counted that as a ref bump. I did not. Oh damn. I didn't count it as a ref bump, but Jesus, this match got a fuck ton of beers. Yeah. Um, I threw this up. This is where the I attitude threw, era. I threw up. Oh, that's a real Joe move. I threw up during this match. Well, I was drinking Bud Light throughout the entire pay-per-view, and then I ran out of Bud Light, and I had some, uh, like I said, it's it's uh, clean out the, your fridge week, and I had some uh, Coors Banquet beers left in my fridge mm. that Andy gave me when he moved to uh, Virginia. So I drank some of those, and as soon as I started to drink those, my way too uh, high-end palate for low-quality beers uh, decided that the, the it was it was literally after I took my first two sips of Coors Banquet beer, I rushed to the bathroom and threw up, <laughs> and it was just during this match. Yeah, I don't know if it was the match or the beer, but I would like to think it was the beer. Because I've never, so, I've literally never, I've never thrown up during, have I thrown up during a pay-per-view other than that one? Hmm. Leslie says I have. I don't remember though. I've definitely thrown up during a pay-per-view or two. Well, yeah, that's Seven, you. eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you've thrown up a lot, but I'm not a, I'm not a big thrower-upper. I'm a big puke and rally kind of guy. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm quite literally in the midst of a puke and rally. Yeah, so first of all, like, what a weird matchup that we had for this. So, like, obviously, New Age Outlaws and Triple H, they're all part of D-Generation X. It so makes that's, sense, that's, yeah. That makes sense. But Savio Vega coming in there and actually contributing to the, to the match as a whole, like, pretty fucking weird. And then you had Owen Hart and... Stone Cold Steve Austin and yeah. Stone Cold yeah and and then there was Mankind and and Chainsaw Charlie Cactus and Mankind Jack. and Stone Cold yeah it was Cactus, Cactus Jack. Jack it was it was Cactus Jack and see there are three faces so it gets a little confusing um I mean one of them wears I'm, a mask and Mankind was the one I said and he definitely wears a mask so that was stupid like, uh yeah yikes. anyway so so like obviously those two have teamed before and then he's teaming with chainsaw charlie now so that one makes sense it and was the owen hart and stone cold one that was like whoa but you know the yeah. en- the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah and they and they brought that up during the match how that was weird yeah exactly so like the real oddball one for me was savio vega oh yeah 
So they were building and they were building it up, building it up. Like who, who is this going to be? And I was like, honestly, who is this going to be? Because like, I know when like the very important people in the attitude era debut, I was like, who is this going to be? And then they were like, it's Savio Vega. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah. I was really confused. Well, I wonder who's going to win this match at that, at that point I was like, Oh my God. Hmm. But this is very confusing for me now. Yeah. (laughs) So, so this match was absolute bedlam. It was. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. If William William Regal was, was, I almost said alive. Uh, If he was there, (laughs) yeah, obviously he was alive. If he was there as the NXT general manager for this match, um, I I can't even begin to count the number (laughs) of times that the word bedlam would have been spoken during this match. Yeah, it was, it was insane. Like for five, 10 minutes, it was, it was supposed to be a tag team match, but literally everyone was just hitting the other one with a fucking weapon. It was it and was it's insanely like it never hard fucking to track. Ended. It's like it was. It didn't end until until finally Earl Hebner somehow got them all under control. Which props props to Earl Hebner, like that that was that was a, a a feat to get them all under control. It was unbelievable, especially Owen Hart, who who uh, should be mad at Earl for for screwing Bret Hart. That's true. Allegedly, that's true. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm interested to see how many beers you got for this match because there was there was a lot of times I drank for things that I I heard but didn't see off camera. I got seven and a quarter beers. Oh, what? I got seven and a quarter beers. Okay, that's interesting because I got five and a half. <laughs> that's that's a big delta. So yeah. So I. Stopped drinking at this point, and I took tallies, and I caught up after. I drank all of the beers after, because I because you had texted me right beforehand, and you said, I had to pause the match to try and keep track. This is impossible, or something to that effect. Exactly. It was impossible. I paused, so I, I paused I, the match to catch up. I stopped drinking. I grabbed my sheet of paper, and I started tallying every weapon use. And I and, and you know what's weird is I didn't even count any blood for this match. Because I, I didn't I see I, any blood either. I thought I might have seen blood from Chainsaw Charlie at one see, point. See, I thought I might have seen blood from uh Billy Gunn. Oh. But I, I didn't I might have counted it, but you know, I was already pretty drunk and I uh, you know. But I thought I saw it on his shoulder, and it might have been one of those times where I was like, "Let's let's see if I see it again." And I never saw it again. It was just like a tiny little scratch, and we, uh, like we didn't see any blood from uh, Cactus Jack, which was weird because he was wrapped in fucking. Uh, barbed yeah, wire. that was the other one that I was like, "Whoa, cannot believe I didn't see blood here." I might have fucked up. I might have I might have miscounted and like I'm I sh- maybe I meant to say six and a half, but still like that's a big that's a big difference still. But either yeah, way, I ha- either way, we're going with seven and a quarter beers. Yeah, I have all my tallies, and if you see at the end, it says a hundred, a hundred drinks. Okay, I'm looking. Which, I'm I, looking I, at a piece of paper uh, that says seven and a quarter. Um, sure, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll believe it. So yeah, like I said so last, obvious- like I said last week, I'll believe anything when I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm starting to go away from after watching this week's AEW, but we will get to that. Uh, so 
Uh, now that I have a new beer total for this pay-per-view, I need to tally them up. Um, do, 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 do. We're tallying them up. Two, three and a half, uh, five, seven, nine point two five, ten point two five, seventeen and a half. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that puts this pay per view at three. I think it's two. No, it's three. Uh, three is something at eighteen. Yeah, some uh, Royal Rumble last week got eighteen. Oh. Hmm. I think. Weird. No, I don't think so. Something, something got else. eighteen. I, I know because I just updated the beer ratings database today. All right, calm down, dude. All right. You don't have to fucking yell. So, next we're going to get into the weekly wrestling recap. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. I would love to hear back from everyone to know what you think about this. We're going to try and cut down on some time here by just kind of talking about like one thing that each of us likes, one thing that each of us dislikes about each show from the week so each of us are going to have one one thing we're not going to repeat so whoever goes first kind of gets the advantage here we'll kind of swap swap over between shows uh one one like one dislike from each show joe i'm gonna let you pick do you want to start with likes or dislikes from monday night raw i'm gonna let you take the first pick here i want to go with dislikes from from raw okay yeah i know my dislike's not going to get picked because I think it's okay. I think it's kind of a broad category. So this is this is a bold statement from you. Uh, Go ahead. So, so my dislike, and I actually have two dislikes, which kind of hurts for for this new topic that you just dropped on me. But my dislike is actually the Raw Women's Championship title picture right now. Nikki Cross came out. She started shooting her promo about how she, if you just believe you can be the champion and she shot this like really fucking generic like if you believe promo well she's kind of and, a kid's character now right so and i'm not a kid i understand that her character is not for you so that's kind of I, I i feel that and i and, and that's like a legitimate thought that i thought but for me i did not like that okay so your your thing kind of goes along with my dislike um, so I'm not going to use it as my dislike, but I'll, I'll we'll keep talking about yours. Uh, my dislike was the contender matches thing, and about how many of them they put on. About like it's a contender match where somebody that's not a champion gets to take on the champion, and they didn't specifically say if you beat them that you get a championship match, but it's called a contender match. They had. Uh, one between Charlotte and Nikki Ash, like you're talking about, and then the Damian Priest and Sheamus one. Uh, it just really didn't make sense to me. So we'll just stick on the sh- uh, the the Charlotte and Nikki Ash one, uh, just because like it's just it's just a topic that just doesn't make sense to me. Like how, why they're putting on so many of these matches? Yeah, it just doesn't make it. It really just doesn't make sense to me, you know. Uh, but but yeah. my I guess. I guess if I can't use that one, so I, I guess you kind of did take mine. Um, my big dislike from this week, oh boy! Uh, now that I can't use that one, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, something a little a little off brand here. Uh, I'm gonna go with something that Drew McIntyre said or kind of forced here, and it was the fact that he uh, 
he forced a Drew is going to kill you chant. Oh, that was cringy. It was very like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah, it's like he, he got too excited about crowds being back, and then he's like, oh, uh, come and say it with me. Drew is going to kill Yeah, that, that, was, that was cringy. But on, I mean, on the opposite side of it, like, I did really enjoy, like, the angle that they're taking with it because like i didn't think i could enjoy a mcintyre mahal angle but that's not my big like of the week um mine is actually so moving on to like what i enjoyed from raw this week uh i really enjoyed the fact that like like this new pairing between ali and mansoor yeah that was i i actually liked it too it's like so after after what was it what were they called the reckoning no no the uh, retribution. retribution yeah after like the failure with uh mustafa ali and retribution i honestly liked that he's kind of going back to a face role i don't think they they the, the one thing that kind of didn't make sense was like they should have referenced that because i don't they, think they i don't think they referenced the retribution thing in this match they, they did yeah they, they talked about how uh well, then I wasn't Mace, listening. Mason T-Bar and Mustafa Ali have history, and they talked about retribution. Well, okay, then. Well, then I wasn't... Well, then, even more of a like for me, then, than the fact that WWE actually referenced something from the past and made us not look like idiots, us being the fans, because they do that a lot. They're like, oh, well, they don't remember this thing from a, a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they do that a lot. Uh, I remember when I realized that they do that when uh, Roman Reigns had AIDS or whatever it was, whatever the disease went through the locker room. Uh, that not Roman Reigns, definitely not AIDS. <laughs> what the fuck? He had leukemia. Uh, no, it was before that. It was uh, whooping it, cough. Like no, it was <laughs> it was the reason that Kurt Angle joined the Shield at oh, that Hell in shit. A, or that TLC match. I don't remember. I do. I yeah. I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember the disease. Yeah. That you're so so about. it was it was like some it was some house show, and Triple H joined uh, joined the Shield, and Triple H feuded against the Shield, and then turned Seth Rollins against the Shield, and then eventually uh, feuded against Seth Rollins, and and then like at some house show, like the game joined the Shield, and I was like. This doesn't make much sense historically, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's when that's when I realized that WWE just tries to tries to pull a fast one on us. Yeah, they think we're stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was that was my moment <laughs> that I, I realized that. Um, what did, what did you like from Raw this week? Uh, not a lot. I can give you I can give you a cheap one. The end. <laughs> uh, so I guess. I guess that I liked that they continued to build the storyline between AJ and Omas and Riddle and Randy Orton. That was good. That was good. I like that. Yeah, even though Randy Orton's, for whatever reason, off the show right now. I think he's coming uh, back soon. There, I, I definitely think he's coming back, and I definitely think that it's going to be a, a raw tag team title match between those two teams. Yeah, at I SummerSlam. think. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, there, there was some ar- article or some video on YouTube, uh, article on Bleacher or some video on YouTube because that's like really all that's like where I get my news from for wrestling that I 
really care about. Um, that was like uh, Randy Orton's date, like return date is confirmed, but I didn't I didn't look at it. Uh, I, I I just had it. I assumed it had something to do with something that was said on Raw, but I guess I just didn't hear it. Yeah. So so I I also did. I haven't read that article, nor do I. I did I hear that, but uh, AJ Styles and Omos like or AJ Styles specifically pulled John Morrison aside before the match and, and like had a talk. Yeah, and you kind of knew they were going to come out and interfere in that yeah, match. Yeah, and then they came out and interfered, and that was pretty much a a set. A game set match kind of thing so yeah and, and, and omas Oma, like, broke riddle scooter which was a travesty oh that was that was just a, such a dick move yeah but that seems like wwe actually has some long-term storytelling that they want to do so i, I actually kind of like that but yeah semi long what, what was your uh what was your gimme one? Oh, that goldberg didn't show up <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was uh, my like well if i have to if if that was like if you would have gone first I w- and picked what I was going to pick, that was that was going to be my thing. Um, all right, let's move to NXT. Well, before we move to NXT, like we we wanted to we like talked about this between ourselves and maybe even earlier in the show, the way that they're booking Keith Lee right now is a crime. Yeah, that should have been yeah, we one of us should have talked about that. But Yeah. So Keith Lee is probably one of the better big men that we've seen in 10 years even. I think the way that they're booking both of those guys right now is like it just has me scratching my head. Yeah, like I, that, I don't get it. Like like we we've seen them at the NXT takeover match and that was an awesome match and yeah. then they show up on Raw and it just wasn't it just wasn't very good for me. Well, uh, I, and, I don't think it, they're going to put on like a show stealing match on Raw unless it's the no. main event. But like, still, no, definitely not. But like, still, the the match in general bothered me. The fact that that Carrying Cross lost last week and then Keith Lee lost this week just says that both of them are like neither of them are are big contenders, right? Which also bothers me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like. Uh, so I, I've read I've read some articles that there's apparently some backstage heat against Keith Lee, and then Keith Lee also is gonna in a couple weeks. Keith Lee is gonna talk about why he was off television for so long. Well, it was and it was definitely injury, but sure. Yeah, it'll be something. It, it'll be something. But I've also I've also heard that, wise. Oh, you think so? It, it almost has to be because he was off television actually for injury. Potentially, I don't I don't know if he was injured that long. I don't know. I've read. I've re- also read other stuff about like Mia Yim and him having backstage heat. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't actually injury, and uh, and they're just gonna fucking bury Keith Lee for no like, even though he's he's an incredible wrestler. Hope, and that goes not. back to when they when they sent Keith Lee back to the performance center because they wanted it, they they didn't think he was good enough. Yeah, you remember I, that. I hope that's not the case. Um, but now I'm done with Raw. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, um, I think since you went first, I think it's only right for me to go first and pick what I want to talk about for NXT. And as I think it's very obvious, my I'm going to start with things that I enjoyed from NXT. And we have to talk about Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. You can't you can't not talk about that. 
coming out of this episode of NXT. Uh, so Samoa Joe comes out. He comes out. He he gets a he gets what looks he, he he doesn't get like a normal table from underneath the ring. He gets what appears to be a card table and uh, a chair. He's got something in his hand. What looks to be a contract. It 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 actually becomes three contracts. The first one. Well, actually, he brings out William Regal first. The first contract is he basically quits NXT management. The second contract it reinstates him as a, a performer for NXT. And the third contract is a match between him and Karrion Cross. It's already got Samoa Joe's signature on it uh, for a match between him and Cross at NXT TakeOver 36. And Regal signs it. And the only signature left on the piece of paper is Karrion Cross. So we might get a contract signing here soon, which is gonna probably yeah. just gonna almost certainly ensue in some violence. Uh, but I don't like contract signings. I, I don't either. But this this portion of a contract signing was done perfectly. I thought. Yeah. The, the, this this was almost per, uh, almost as perfect of a uh, segment or contract signing that you could do. Yeah, I I agree with that. So uh, that that was my that was my plus for NXT. We we yeah. kind of have to talk about that one. Yeah. What what had you buzzing from NXT other than that? Um so for me and there's other good that I want to talk about in this show. Uh but for me the the golf course little vignette slash pre-recorded video that we saw of Cameron Grimes and LA Knight I was, thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was very funny. It was so funny. Where uh, where he's where he he gets the gold golf ball from uh from Ted DiBiase and he he's like, "Oh yeah, I can I can get this or I can get the closest too." And he hits the gold golf ball and gets a hole in one. Yeah. Hits LA Knight in the balls and then the head and that was just funny to me. Yeah. I thought I also thought it was great. I I mean this just goes back to like you thinking Cameron Grimes is going to win that match and me telling you like, no, LA Knight's going to win this match and we're going to get some excellent segments from LA Knight and Cameron Grimes being being the butler. So, you know, I'll just go ahead and pat myself on the back a la Tommaso Ciampa. And, <laughs> you know, it's 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 been one of the better things on NXT Speaking of Tommaso Ciampa, just a quick shout out. No, no, no. I was, I was thinking like, because you said you wanted to talk about more good things. Um, I thought this episode of NXT was incredible. So yeah, it we, was really, it I was, would, I would actually venture to say, in this new format of weekly wrestling recap, if we've got something, if we've got an episode of of a, of a weekly show that was that good, let's just talk about. Let's just each put two good things on the board. And talk about those and not talk about anything bad. Yeah, because we don't really talk about negative, do we? Well, I mean, <laughs> shout out to Dewey. But, shout out to Dewey. Um, Speaking to Dewey. <laughs> but no, we don't We don't really particularly like to do that. Um, so I would like to just do two positive things from NXT from each of us. Because I thought this episode of NXT was that damn good. Yeah. So go ahead, so, with, go ahead with your second one. Yeah. So if you hadn't interrupted me, I would have said, speaking of Tommaso Ciampa patting himself on the back, 
Because, Tommaso Ciampa because should he definitely, did. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa should definitely pat himself on the back for his match with Timothy, Lorch, or Timothy Thatcher versus Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. This match was a barn burner. Yeah, I thought was, this match was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was there. Each of these four guys' styles of wrestling just meshed so well together. Yep. I'm loving the the Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa tag team, and then the fact that that uh, Ridge Holland should back up in this match and just beat the shit out of what was it, Timothy Thatcher? Yeah, and and so he started beating the hell out of Thatcher while uh, Dunn and Lorkin held up Tommaso to to make him kind of like you know watch watch while he beats down your boy it was it was great it was it was yeah. great stuff we asked the question last week of if they do a a, a three man uh faction kind of thing for shut up uh three man faction kind of thing for war games this year who's going to be the third team and ridge holland showing back up and aligning again with with pete dunn and oni lorkin that that answered my question that is that is one that i didn't think about and i thought that i was going to propose that possibly the third team could be imperium yeah the third team could be imperium that's true yeah um but yeah i i 100 agree with you the the match was incredible the return of ridge holland nice was it was good to see and i thought that the storytelling here was was great um my second uh plus from nxt here is gonna be uh just just dakota kai and raquel gonzalez i i know we talked about it last week but now we finally get to see it like on television and i thought it it was it it still caught me, even though we knew it was coming. It still kind of caught me, like because because it came out of nowhere from the from the camera camera angle, um, where Raquel was like celebrating up on the top rope, and then out of nowhere Kai comes and kicks her in the corner, and uh, basically out of nowhere. Even though even though you knew it was coming, it, you you had to kind of just think like, oh wow, like. Holy shit! There, yeah, yeah, there we go. We are off and <laughs> we're off and running with our NXT Takeover 36 Women's Championship match. Here we fucking go, and I, yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. It's going to be an incredible match. Yeah. Uh, and then quick shout outs to Adam Cole and Bronson Reed. They also put on a great match. Yeah, and it looks like we might be getting Cole and O'Reilly three. Yeah, that definitely at Takeover. Looks like we're, yeah, it definitely looks like we're getting that. Yeah. So. Big shout out! Very excited. Great week of wrestling in NXT. This, yeah, just absolutely great storytelling this week. All right, uh, so finish up with NXT. Move on to AEW. Uh, Joe, I know what you're gonna have for your 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 downside of AEW Dynamite this week. I would like to hear your plus before we get into minuses. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, this is pretty easy for me, the plus, especially since you're giving it to me first. Yeah. The the ten tag the ten man tag team elimination 100%. match hundred percent was so fucking good. It was so starting good. starting from the the elites entrance as as the no as the no 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 not even starting from that the the 
the Dark Order's entrance was incredible. Yeah, the the Dark Order's entrance too. The the pop for Hangman Page was epic. Yeah. So so like the the pop for Hangman Page and then like the rest of the Dark Order entered separately as well was incredible. And then the Elite entering together in their in their sponsorship from uh, Space Jam. Space Jam was awesome. It like, was so good. The the match the match in general was uh pretty much a Survivor Series match with the with the eliminations the five on five eliminations the the uh, thing the thing like when we got down to the wire it was the it was the Bucks and Omega versus John Silver and Hangman Page and I was like I was on the edge of my seat I was like oh man how are the faces gonna how is the Dark Order gonna come out with this win because going into this everyone thought. This, you know, or you're going into this, you know, the stipulation. No, I don't, I don't know why I said everyone thought because the stipulation was, if if they win, they get tag team championship matches, and Hangman gets an AEW championship match, but they come out of this with the L. So I'm curious. There's there's a lot of things going around online as far as like why they might have done that, and. It could be a, a Punk and Brian thing, possibly, as to why they might not be going with Omega and Paige. But I don't know. I really hope that they still do go with Omega and Paige, obviously. It's the better story. Uh, they, they they brought it up, too. They During the Christian Cage match, they said that, obviously, Hangman was the number one contender for because of his ranking. And because of that match, he's no he's gonna have to vacate that spot. So Christian was the number three, so maybe he's number two or one now. Yeah. Jungle uh, Jungle Boy was number two, so you would think Jungle Boy is number one now because he was also in the Christian Cage match. Yeah. Um, which is also weird because the the way they've done their rankings in the past is they they count singles matches and tag team matches. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how that really affects Adam Page's uh Hangman Adam Page's standings, but Apparently it does. Yeah, that's fine. It's uh, it's kind of well. I mean, it's it's kind of a way for them to kind of just do what whatever they want and push whoever they want to push, uh, despite using records. Despite like how you think that they would want to push someone, you know, or yeah, just despite like how how you how you think someone has has performed in single ma- singles matches, you know. So yeah, so I mean, obviously that match was was awesome. There were so many good spots. There was the basketball playing throughout the entirety of the match. That was awesome. Uh, the the spot where the Bucks tried to do the indie taker on the outside, where Nick, I think it was Nick, tried to do um, the springboard off the ropes and try to dunk while also doing the indie taker, that that failed. And then uh, he went back and dunked the ball, and then the crowd chance you still missed. I love having crowds back. It's it's amazing, and I, I, with everything going on in the world right now, like I really hope we don't lose them. But I'm hearing we might. But yeah, that's I'm honestly worried about that too. Like obviously, you and I on a on a personal level, like we we're back to masks at work because of this this Delta variant that the the vaccine's apparently not very effective against. So I I don't know like. If if crowds go away again, I'll be I'll be very upset. Yeah, I think that 
that the rumors that are going around in AEW right now, because the rumors that are going around in AEW are are bigger than any other story in in WWE or in wrestling in, in general, yeah. I'd say. Uh, so if if that gets crushed by by this stupid fucking COVID shit, then I'll be very upset. Yeah, I agree. Um, so my if if you're gonna take that one, my plus from <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna use I'm not gonna use my plus as your minus uh just because I know I know exactly what your your negative from this is gonna be. Um so we can talk about it. So so my 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 big thing from this is gonna be everything with Tanahashi. So Okay. Um Lance Archer had a match with uh Hikuleo. I think we said Hakuleo last week or I said Hakuleo. Uh, correcting that now, it's Hikuleo, Haku's son. Uh, Lance Archer beats him in his and retains the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship this week. And then after the match, we get a little vignette from Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan Pro Wrestling saying he's challenging the winner of that match being Lance Archer, now that we've already seen. Uh, to a match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. We also got a, a backstage thing from John Moxley. John Moxley saying like Tanahashi's been dodging all of his requests for a match or whatnot. And New Japan or him sending New Japan a bunch of contracts and that he sent a bunch back to Japan and we'll see which ones get accepted. Um, it looks like uh, I'm suspecting, obviously we're going to get an Archer and Tanahashi match. I don't know if we're going to get it in all elite wrestling or if we're going to get it in new Japan or, or whatnot. And then it looks like there is a big potential. We might get a John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi match at all out, which would be incredible. Uh, there was a, a tweet that I screenshotted that said, uh, from Dave Melter that said, Moxley had a late night meeting with Tony Khan asking him if he could make a match for him at all out with a new, a certain new Japan performer. And that came after that, uh, that tweet came after uh, dynamite this week. So I'm thinking that's what we could be looking at, which yeah, that would be exciting. Cause yeah, uh, like for me, it's like, I don't watch New Japan. New Japan is obviously harder to watch than AEW and WWE. Yeah. Uh, but if I know your name from New Japan, that obviously means that you're you're, you're a huge you're, deal. You're you're a pretty big deal. <laughs> uh, and Tanahashi is one of the names that, that I know. Yeah. So, so that's that that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, um, since I I mean since I know what your negative is going to be. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way for AEW. Mine is more of like a uh, not something that they put on, but just something that happened. Uh, it the cash wheeler injury. Yeah, that's that sucks. looked. It looked not so bad in the moment, but the so so the FTR had a match with um, Proud and Powerful, and uh, Proud and Powerful wins. But it looks like so after the match, the, the whole like cash. It looks like Cash Wheeler got injured, and then that injury kind of derailed the whole match. 
uh, it was still a decent match, but still, um, I, I saw something online that somebody from that was actually attending the event there that said that they saw bone Oof. out of a skin in his arm, which is obviously horrendous. You don't, you, you never like to hear that stuff. You never want to hear an injury at all, but like when it's gruesome like that, you, you don't want to hear that period. Um, so we, we hope, we hope that he's going to be okay. And I hope that that wasn't the case, but if it is the case, like that's, that's definitely the big negative for me. And, uh, I mean, and it has nothing to do with like what AEW put on, on Wednesday It's just kind of things that happen. And that's just kind of tough, but that that's, I mean, that's one of your top tag teams going out from, from yeah. just, just from that match. Yeah, which sucks. It absolutely sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope I hope he's all right. I hope the injury is not as bad as as what what we've seen on the internet since. But it could be. It honestly could be. Um, yeah. So let's get into your negative. Go ahead and go ahead and talk about the main event, Joe. <laughs> and it sucks that that my negative is the main event, but it absolutely is. The Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho match. Uh, it was a no rules match, which I thought was a no DQ match prior to, but I guess it was a no rules match. Um, it started off exactly how I thought it was going to start off uh, with Nick Gage slicing uh, Jericho's arm with the pizza cutter. And I, I and thought then, that might I thought that might be the only pizza cutter spot that we get when, when we saw not. that. I th- I thought it, that might be the only one we got, and I was like, okay, maybe this might like legitimately be a wrestling match because may- maybe that'll be like the only pizza cutter spot we get. But nope, we got a lot more pizza cutter, and we got yeah. a and we got a special. Did Did you see all the stuff online about the Domino's pizza like ad and and all that with that? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> so, so they um so Nick Gage, I think it was right. So Jericho's head is already bleeding at this point, but I think this is the second part where Gage hits his, uh, like starts slicing at his forehead with a pizza cutter. And then they cut to commercial break and the first fucking commercial and it's picture in picture too. So it was the picture in picture where you see him slice his head like two separate times with the pizza cutter during the picture in picture. The first commercial during the commercial break is a Domino's pizza ad. <laughs> it was just so it was so fitting. Everyone online was talking about it. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, during this match we saw a lot of pizza cutter shit. We saw Chris Jericho go through a pane of glass. No, Gage went through the pane of glass. No, yeah, sorry. Uh well, yeah, sorry. Gage set up the pane of glass, which obviously meant that Gage was going to go through the pane of glass. Yeah, come on. That's wrestling one-on-one. If you set it up, that means you're going through it. And then later in the match, uh, Nick Gage gets the fluorescent light bulbs from from underneath the the ring, like hits Jericho over the head with them, and then gouges at Jericho's eye with them, and I'm doing air quotes for his eye. I don't think it was uh, his eye. I think it was his forehead. It was definitely his forehead, but they talked about how he was gouging at his eye, oh. like the comment the commentators did, and then Jericho did the Oscar Green Mist 
which actually isn't the Oscar green mist, the but that's Tajiri what, green mist. Yeah, yeah, but that's what we're most used to seeing. Uh, is more recently is yeah. the Oscar green okay, mist. Okay, more recently. I was gonna say it depends on how <laughs> old you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Jericho ends up hitting the Judas effect and beats uh, Nick Gage. But for me, this was just watch how much we can let the other people bleed. And it was it was shitty wrestling. There was nothing exciting about it for me. That's that's quite the that's quite the take. <coughs> I thought, yes. Uh, I mean, you're you're talking about deathmatch wrestling on cable television, which I don't think there's really a spot for deathmatch wrestling on cable television. <coughs> however, however, I don't think this quite held up to your typical deathmatch wrestling. I think this was like maybe like a a stutter step below it. Now, I I'm not saying it wasn't like it was very close to it. You you had the pane of glass, you've had multiple <coughs> Can you could you stop? Yeah, I can I can try. We had multiple spots of the the light tubes and then the light tubes followed by the Judas effect to win the match. It was it was close, but you you knew the light tubes would get broken out. You you had you had to know that was coming with crowds being back, and it's Nick Gage's first like nationally televised match. Uh, he's got to get his name out there for the, the national viewing audience, and you knew you just had to know that was coming. But I don't know. I I just I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was it, it certainly wasn't great wrestling. I did think it was entertaining though. But that's that's a, I guess you know that's the difference that's like the difference your between opinion, you and I. Man. Yeah, that's the difference between you and I. And that's why you're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. Yeah. But I don't think I, you're I'm wrong fucking, either. Just, I, yeah, I'm fucking it, with it's you. It's preference. It's, it's opinions. So from Bleacher Report they said what makes today's wrestling landscape so much fun is the wealth of styles for fans to invest themselves in. Some love technical wrestling, others appreciate the Japanese strong style. Some love aerial action, and others appreciate a more story-based in-ring action you find in North American wrestling promotions. Then there are those who love deathmatch wrestling, and that's totally cool. Everyone has their tastes. The writer of this article doesn't care for the uber-violence of that style, so this match wasn't for me, but it wasn't meant to be yeah i mean all right so this this is definitely not i'm not the only one who who like just doesn't care for the the stupid like uber violent fucking wrestling and we want to see more technical wrestling it is certainly not for everyone yeah and i like i don't think you're gonna watch gzc or whatever the fuck it is gzw yeah yeah i'm not gonna watch that shit but could I go for one every now and then? And by now and then, I mean like very much now and then. I mean like years between death match, death <laughs> matches. Because there were times where I was like, like, for example, when they set up the pane of glass, that's something I've never seen before. Like I've seen all the YouTube videos of like light tube, people breaking light tubes over each other. But the pane of glass thing, I was like, there has to I was, when they were setting that up I was like man I really hope there's a way they can rig that thing to like break into very very small pieces because if that breaks into big pieces someone's going to die 
Well, yeah, and, and we talked about it last week where Nick Gage literally almost died for, from getting a fluorescent light bulb in his fucking, in his side. Yeah. Like, like that, that kind of thing is like, I, I've watched wrestling for long enough where I care about the well-being of a wrestler and... Like, I don't think that's protecting the well-being of a wrestler, so. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, speaking of that, like, there was a spot in your good when you're talking about the 10-man elimination match. Did you see this Stu Grayson spot where he did, I think he did the moonsault or he did a spot off the top rope and uh, like a springboard off the top rope into a crowd of people? He hit his head on the fucking concrete. Yeah, that was rough. It was rough, man. Like, and then he continued on. I mean, him and I think Gallows got counted out after it, like a double count out from the elimination yeah. match after it. But like, man, that looked horrendous. It it did not look good at all. Uh, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I I also hope he's okay. Um. But yeah. So other than that, like we've talked about Nick Gage, so I just want to talk about some other stuff that I've seen on the internet. Uh, so Matt Cardona apparently beat Nick Gage in a in a death match for GCW or GZW. Uh, oh, yeah, it's GCW. Yeah, sorry. GCW. Uh, yeah, for the GCW title, and the crowd fucking hated him. He was like, like the the heel the. The heel just one reaction to that match was fucking actually incredible. Where like the crowd just threw like all their fucking trash into the ring, just pelting Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder with with trash was actually like the heel reaction to that was was actually pretty cool. For yeah, me. there was like conspiracies online that someone that worked with GCW like provoked the fans to throw shit in the ring. To get the reaction, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll never know. I don't know. At the same time, I feel like people that watch that style of wrestling are just going to be prone to to do that. True. Uh, but yeah. So so other than that, uh, I saw a picture on the internet that that talked about. It, it said the the most talked about wrestlers in 2011, and it showed CM Punk, Zack Ryder, and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I saw that, and then it talked about the most wrestler, the most talked about wrestlers in 2021. This it had to it had to have been this week. Yeah, and then it was it was Matt Cardona, who's Zack Ryder, yeah, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson. Which speaking of, we have to give a shout out to the Darby Allen quote uh, from this week on Dynamite, where he said, um, he said, I, 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 I. I screenshot. I screenshot Chicago a, Rampage. Yeah, so they they talked about that, and then he said the the place to prove yourself is AEW, even if you're the best in the world. Yeah, and and so from that, I saw tweets on the internet that, that said, "I can't believe they just confirmed that Shane McMahon is all elite or something like." Oh, that. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see any of those. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> the best wrestler Shane in the McMahon. world, Shane McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> who could forget? Yeah, I can't believe they held that that tournament in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, when Miz Miz got hurt and Shane McMahon yeah. took his place. Oh my god! And he got the trophy. Horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> that storyline went on for way too long. Like this episode. <laughs> nah, nah, we're good. Um, yeah. So that, I mean that that wraps up 
the stuff I wanted to talk or did I do my minus? Did I do my negative? I don't think you did. Oh wait, no, no, it was uh it was the fact that uh one of FTR got hurt. Yeah. Uh da- Dash Wheeler or Cash, Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler, yep. Not right. not Dash Wilder. You're right. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh so we're gonna get into listener questions now because we're doing the drunk dudes draft after this and Joe is not going to be joining us, so I want to. I have a couple of wrestling-related questions, so I'm going to ask Joe because Dewey obviously doesn't even listen to the show, even though he's on it most of the time, especially when we do drafts. And my buddy Brooks does not watch wrestling at all. He was just in it for the draft. The I mean, pretty much when I went home, my friends were like, "Oh yeah, I would love to be in a draft." So I was like, "Yeah, come on in." Uh, so this is obviously mostly a wrestling show so i'm gonna ask the other the the person that actually watches wrestling the questions so joe uh my first question who is the best wrestler turned actor and it gives it gives you like an abc option but you can obviously pick someone that's not these people but is it batista the rock or john cena or other uh so obviously the most successful actor is The Rock. That could be attributed to the fact that he's been doing it longer. Yeah, absolutely. But for me, like the most successful Well you said is, you said the most successful is The Rock. Oh. The 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 best for me is Batista in Guardians like Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers. Like Batista's like killed that role like so fucking so fucking hard he killed that role uh and i haven't watched much more of batista's entrance into acting but for like that alone pretty much solidifies it for me we'll see john cena as peacemaker in the suicide squad pretty soon but for me like batista is most enjoyable for me yeah i i think i agree for the most part with you. I think it is Batista. Like I think everything I've seen him in has been very enjoyable. Now, I think it could be kind of like oh yeah, Cena had the the Marine movies or whatnot and then The Rock had a couple pretty bad ones. You know, the 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 Tooth Fairy or whatnot <laughs> or whatever whatever he was in. Um some people don't like the rundown. I very much enjoy the rundown. Uh, Which one wants the rundown? I don't. I don't remember that. One of his first ones. A, a lot of people don't enjoy the Scorpion King. Maybe. Maybe you've heard of that one. Mm. So. Yeah. So yeah, I th- I think it's I think it's Batista because I've I think I've enjoyed more of the roles he's in. Have you ever seen Stuber? What's uh it was like what? it was like where he's like he's like an action it's an action movie it's like an action comedy where him and uh what is that guy's name Raven was just chewing on something and I have no fucking idea what it was Oh Ku uh Kumal Nan- Nanjimi or Nanjami Oh uh from Harold and Kumar Yeah and then he's also like coming in the new Marvel movie the the Eternals He's like got super ripped or whatnot. <laughs> Batista did. Yeah. So basically, no, no, no. Um, 
Kumail. He's 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 gonna be in the Eternals, but anyways, he's like an Uber driver in this movie and gets like hijacked by Batista. It's it's super funny. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's that. I mean, obviously he's Drax and Guardians. He's in a Double O Seven movie where I thought he was pretty good. Um, there's a couple other roles that he's been in, obviously, but. Yeah, disclaimer, I haven't seen Fast 9, and none of us have seen the John Cena Peacemaker Suicide Squad yet, so. But, I mean, I I honestly think that Cena is second, and then The Rock is third, to be fair. like Yeah, that's pretty fair. Cena, like, obviously, The Rock has, like, decent, The Rock has awesome chemistry with Kevin Hart in those movies, but, like, with, like, Jumanji and uh, the movie that he was in with just Kevin Hart were, um... He's like a CIA agent. What is that called? Yeah, Central Intelligence. Yeah, Central Intelligence. Um, but Cena, Cena's like roles where he's like a lot of Cena's funny roles. He plays a very like uh, minor role in the movie, like Trainwreck or uh, Daddy's Home. You know, well, Daddy's Home Two is very much Cena. Yeah, but like, yeah, he was in like the the end of Daddy's Home, and then he's in a lot of Daddy's Home Two. But yeah, Cena can be funny. Yeah, but it's just like I, I really enjoy Batista in all of his movies. Yeah. So. Oh, he was that was like the "You're My Spy" or whatever Batista was in. I think I saw that movie. No, maybe I didn't. I don't remember. But the previews look <laughs> funny. Well, okay. I haven't seen that one, or even heard of it. But uh, question two. This is uh, Leslie's question. Uh, I, I think I mentioned it to you off air last week that I forgot what it was and I remember what it was now, mostly because she's sitting right next to me and she, and she just whispered to me, are you going to ask my question? And I said, of course, honey. So from Leslie, and I thought this was an incredible question. Um, what wrestling event do you most wish that you attended? That's a great question, Leslie. Joe said that's a great question, Leslie. She said thank you, Joe. Uh, I mean, it's a hard question, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Re- WrestleMania 17, for mm-hmm. one. That was, like, prop- like in, in the books is probably one of the best WrestleManias ever. A lot of people say it's the best, um, but yeah. I know, I, I mean, obviously, I've had a lot of time to think about this, so I know what mine would be, but... I, w- I want to hear your thoughts. No, I mean, I think WrestleMania 17 is a good pick. Uh, that's, again, widely accepted as probably the best WrestleManias, and WrestleMania is supposed to be the best, uh, like, show of the year, the the biggest party of the year. Is that what they say, or is that SummerSlam? No, SummerSlam is the biggest party of the summer. We're, we're ta- You're talking about the granddaddy of them all? Yeah. Oh, is that what they, is that is that what it is? It's one of them. I mean, yeah. But obviously, we had like a showdown between The Rock and and Stone Cold. Like we had. I'm trying to think now. Uh, TLC two. TLC two. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit, which are two of the most like the the best technical wrestlers. Yeah, and I mean at this point we know like. You, we know that like you're, you love the technical aspect of it. Yeah. So. So. That, I, I, yeah, I, I figured that would be your pick, and mine, my pick is actually the, 
regarded as the one the the one WrestleMania that's some people say is better. Some people say 17 and then this one. Some people say this one and then 17. Uh, but they're basically 1A, 1B. I'm going with WrestleMania 19 from 2003. Ooh. Yeah, so okay. we had Rock Austin 3. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match. We had Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle with the, the sort of botched, um, basically botched, uh, shooting star press. Oh, that was the shooting star press where he like fucked up somebody's neck, his neck probably. He almost did, but he didn't. Kurt Angle did. I think Kurt Angle has said publicly he broke his neck in that match, but it was still an incredible match. Yeah. Uh, Jericho versus Michaels was amazing. One of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, up and down the card, it was an incredible WrestleMania. I think. Maybe like the only match that I didn't really care for was the Taker match, which, I mean, your WrestleMania wasn't that much better. You had you had Taker and Triple H. This one had Taker and versus uh, Big Show and A Train. I mean, yours is probably yours is a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of bit better. But yeah, that's that's the one, especially because it, I mean it's from an outdoor stadium at Safeco Field in Seattle. I I just think the environment. On top of the spectacle, is why I would pick WrestleMania 19. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and that makes sense. Do you know? You remember my cousin Christian? Yeah. One of his one of the things he always talked about <coughs> was uh, <coughs> excuse me was uh, the Shawn Michaels versus Vince McMahon match. I think it was at 22. Uh, sounds right. Uh, and he he always thought it was like one of the best matches he's ever seen, but that doesn't seem like like for the time frame. Twenty two would have been like two thousand five to two thousand seven time frame. It's two thousand six, so literally in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. It was it was entertaining. Which reminds me that your Mania seventeen had uh, Vince versus Shane, where Linda stood up oh, out yeah, of the yeah. chair. Yeah, I can't believe we just forgot about that. We we're not talking about so many matches from both of these WrestleManias, but I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, I think seventeen is one that I would love to be front row at. Actually, just any Mania front row would be pretty incredible. But yeah, those those that that one and then nineteen. I mean, seven seventeen would be my number two pick. So. Okay, that's fair. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not bashing your pick at all. It's an incredible pick. So, all right. Uh, last question, theoretical question. This is, I saw this one online and I was like, oh, that's something that I've like jokingly asked people all the time. Um, Joe, why do we bake cookies and cook bacon? Some people bake bacon, you know? Leslie bakes bacon. Like if you're trying to serve a crowd, you bake bacon. Yeah, because it cooks faster or like you can cook, you can make more of it, but. I don't think I don't think that's a fair question because I think you also cook cookies just in a baking variety. You bake cookies. Oh, I'm you sorry. Bake. I'm sorry. When you put cookies in the oven, do you turn the oven on cook or do you turn it on bake? I turn it on bake. Okay, then I rest my fucking case. Yeah, I don't think you need to rest anything. Cuz <laughs> Are you telling me that when you bake something in the oven it doesn't become cooked? I think it becomes baked. 
Are you telling well, me that when you smoke marijuana, you become cooked? I have no comment on that. Good. That was a test. I've never <laughs> smoked marijuana, obviously. Totally. Same. Um, yeah, totally never done that. My answer to this question is always a question with a question, or not a question with a question, but like a um, like a, a rhetorical answer, I guess. And I always say like the same reason that you park on a driveway and drive on a parkway. No one knows. The answer is no one knows. I don't think anyone thought about it when they were they were coming up with the the names of these things. Yeah, I think that someone came up with the word bake. I also I'm still thrown off by the whole you cook bacon and you bake cookies because I I still am in the the whole if you bake something you're cooking it. So I, I like you put it in a frying pan so. It, more realistically, you're frying, you're frying bacon. It, yeah. yeah, you're frying bacon, or sa- sautéing it, or no, you're frying searing bacon. it. Well, I yeah. guess yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're so I don't I don't like that question. I, I like. I'm sorry. I think Would that, you that, like me to ask another? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I can. I I have a bunch loaded up, but I mean that was that was this week's question. So that was that was yeah. Because because like I I like if I'm saying I'm I'm going to. I'm going to cook bacon. Like that's probably what I would say, but if if I'm baking cookies, I'm also cooking cookies. I don't I don't know. I just don't like the uh, it, it it's it sort of a my, it's sort of a woe question, just like It's supposed to fuck with your brain and it does. So good job. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So that concludes Everything from the first few portions of the podcast and what's up? I just realized what Raven was chewing on. Oh no. Do tell. It's the pool key. Like your pool table? No, like to the pool in my neighborhood. Oh no, you can't go swimming in your pool in your neighborhood. That I've never done. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right, so that wraps up the first few portions of the podcast here. Next, we are moving into the third installment of the Drunk Dudes Draft. Joe is not going to be joining us. You're going to be hearing myself. You're going to be hearing Dewey, and you're going to be joined uh, with a first uh, appearance on the podcast by my good friend, the, the best man at my wedding, Brooks. We're going to be talking about games. We're going to be talking outdoor games, party games, drinking games, whatnot. We're going to be drafting all those things. So here we go. It is the Drunk Dudes Draft of games. Welcome in to another Drunk Dudes Draft, Triple D, trademarking that. Beware, Guy Fieri. Uh, this time, we are talking games, and we are not joined by Joe this week. Joe is going to Disney World, and uh, he is not. He did not win the MVP of the Super Bowl. I think he's just paying to go there. So, <clears throat> we have two guests this week. Once again, we have Dewey coming on. Dewey, the uh, zero-time listener of the show, but four times on the podcast now maybe five i don't know something like that 
And my good friend from home, my best man, Brooks. Say hello to the people, Brooks. Hello, what's going on? I didn't know Joe was like an adult Disney World guy. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a big Star Wars fanatic, so I think that's. Uh, weird. Yeah, I think they he's, just opened the Star Wars Star Wars Land. Yeah, he he probably went for like the grand opening of that or something like that. I don't know. Is he wearing ears? He'll probably wear ears and like a like a like a Jedi robe or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's he goes probably, all out. He goes all out in he, costumes. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what he has planned. All right, oh, yeah. so this week we are talking about games, uh, specifically. We're talking like party games, games that you would uh, be playing while you have a beer in your hand. We are, this is the drunk dudes talking wrestling. Uh, these two other dudes don't really do a whole lot of talking wrestling, but they do a lot of drinking. So we're having them on. They like games. I like games. We all like drinking. We're going to talk about them. Uh, <clears throat> I've talked about, I think it was two weeks ago, the results of the appetizer draft. I ended up winning that one. So that means I get to pick this week's order. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let the new guy, I'm going to let the new guy Brooks go first. I'm going to let Dewey go second. And then I'm going to get the first double pick at third. Mm. I like it. Setting I always, yourself up for failure. Mm, we'll see. Yeah, uh, big I, mistake. I, I, I was like having the first double pick. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I've, I'm two and oh in drafts. Dewey, you're oh and two. So. Yeah, I'm also the drunk dudes talking champion right now, back to back defending the title, which I think is more important as I'm wearing this belt and putting it in your face. It's like on my computer screen in my face, but yeah, you're right. I'm not happy about it. You're gonna lose at SummerSlam slash takeover, so doesn't matter. It, you're always gonna be second place. I'm gonna be second place while you have the belt. Correct. At at the highest. I think that's not how numbers work. Yeah. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. That's how it goes. Damn. You're right. All right. So, Brooks, I am interested to hear how we're going to start this one off. So, get us going. All right. Well, I, with my number one pick, I think it's an obvious pick. I think it's the easy 1 1, the best outdoor game to play while you're drinking. I am selecting cornhole. Solid yeah. pick. And it was a given. Yeah. That was <laughs> that's an easy very one solid, one. Very solid pick. I it's probably my favorite outdoor game to play. Uh it's there there's a couple that I enjoy playing in different environments uh rather than cornhole, but yeah, cornhole is pretty damn good. And uh I'm pretty I'm also pretty fucking good at it. I could definitely <laughs> yeah. I could definitely wreck both of you in it. Probably. You have, the, you have you have the you have the cornhole body build, so probably yeah. <laughs> I have a large gut, and uh, I'm able to throw a beanbag at least thirty feet. Yeah, it's all about the angles. Exactly. All right. Like stat cast, like launch angle and exit velocity. Yeah, I don't really do all that, but um, I just kind of throw it and hope it. I, I can easily get four on the board. Uh. Every time it's the the cornhole portion, like getting it in the hole. It's always been an issue for me <laughs> until until a few months ago. Oh yeah, Aha. that was a pregnancy joke. But um, yeah, I feel like I didn't need to say that. Um, okay, cornhole off the board. Dewey, what do you got? 
Okay, so I, I think I'm going to try to diversify my picks because I feel like part of the reason why I did not get a lot of votes on the last appetizers because I got loaded french fries and loaded potato skins, basically the same thing. Uh, so I'm going to try to diversify my picks here. You got to diversify your bonds. <laughs> yeah. You got to split up the money. Uh, so I think I'm going to go drinking games, uh, try to cover that base here early. I'm going to go a game that everyone can get involved in, get wild, you can get wilds, you can get massive comebacks going with flip cup. Yeah. I already started writing it down. I knew exactly where you were I, going with that. I was going to uh, take it off my list like halfway through that thing. Flip yeah. cup, you get you got a limit, team elimination flip cup. Get everyone in the house, everyone in the party going. I love super quick. I love the survivor like playing yeah. survivor flip cup. Yeah, if you're good, you can cheat, and it's a, cheating is almost encouraged. I cheat every time I play. Exactly, you got to. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you're not trying. And because yeah. I, I like the last thing you want is to be like alone on that island of yeah. the whole team being like, come on, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just struggling. It's the worst. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, if with, with that, I'm either like in a groove or I just can't do it right. So then I try to put, I try to make sure no one's looking and then I just flip the cup like by hand. But- with both hands. Yeah. yeah, pretty much just like by hand, just not actually flipping <laughs> it in the air, just turn it over on the table. Yeah. It actually sounds like it. you're horrible at cheating. You can get away with it most times. Yeah, you can easily get away with it. Until until you're the last one left on your team when everyone's watching you, Yeah, then it's pretty tough. All right. Well, thanks for that, Dewey, because that made uh, my next pick pretty damn easy. Uh, however, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I know where I'm going with this. So, uh, for mine, third pick, I'm going runner runner here. So Brooks talked about cornhole being, uh, the ultimate outdoor game. I think if there's, if you're, if you're on a beach though, cornhole is not really my cornhole is not really my game. I'm going more, I'm leaning always more towards can jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Can Jam for the third overall pick here. Very, pick. very solid choice. Good awesome pick. to play at a tailgate at the beach. He nailed it. The one thing I used to be really good at was slotting it, but I haven't hit one in like three years. Oh, it's like you said, you have trouble finding the hole. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That was I set myself up pretty good for that. <laughs> you said it just earlier. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and then my my next pick, uh, along the same lines of Dewey, I have to go with the the other ultimate drinking game that everyone plays at a house party. If you're not playing Flip Cup, you're probably playing Beer Pong. Uh, yeah. I feel like if I didn't take that there, it it definitely it most certainly would not have come back around to me. So I had to take it there. I think I have a, a, a bunch of late round value picks that I could probably pull out. Um, I have one that I feel like is a hundred percent not going to get taken, but could possibly get vetoed. So we'll see. Beer pong was near the top of my big board. Yeah. The, the only issue with beer pong, unless you're playing, uh, whatever it is with like the multiple people standing you have like two sets of, or three sets of two beer pong is generally two on two. You're talking about the three on three, like the, yeah. each person has three cups. What is that called? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that's. Civil War. Civil yeah, War. That, that's yeah. what it is. But the only issue with beer pong is if you have at a party and let's say there's 12 people, only four people can play. And that means eight people 
are sitting out, which is are why watching I think, you. That's called an audience, Dewey. Yeah, but how 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 enthused are you in this beer pong with these like the two dudes versus the two girls? Like how I, how invested I, are you? Look, in, like col- in college, I took beer pong very seriously. Uh, yeah, but we're not. Uh, so in you were anymore. you were like so. the worst person. I like <laughs> the guy who takes beer pong <laughs> or, too seriously. Are you or, kidding? Or, yeah. or it's like how many how many games? Like when are we gonna about to play? Like uh, there's three games and then you're up. Like yeah, so, yo, we yeah. got next. Like no, get in line. Pal. Yeah, <laughs> no like, fucking shot. That's the only issue is that if you're not playing, the facade dies off really quick that's true especially what, at a house party whenever you want to get on the table you're never next on you're always yeah. like fifth in line oh yeah like there's two more games and then you and then yeah. you get like yeah. a round where like no one can hit the last cup for like 15 minutes no one wants to see that yeah and then there's I, some and then there's some hot chick at a party that cuts in front of you because she asked yeah. somebody that's playing yeah and they're like yeah you yeah just join right yeah that's also, the downside of beer pong amazing to play i have another downside uh-oh. I don't know. This may be a personal thing. Like, beer pong's fun and all, but, like, if I win a game and then it's just, like, I got to play again, I'm, like, I don't know. I don't – like, beer pong to me, after I've, like, played one game, I'm, like, yeah, I've had my fill. I'm good. But, like, if you actually win and then you have to stay on, I'm just, like, I don't want to play anymore. I get bored. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does. It can get very boring after a, after a bunch of games, especially a bunch of wins. I'm used to that. Uh, I, I one more thing I wanted to add was my favorite variation of this game because I was gonna throw that I was gonna actually say that and just still take beer pong off the table, but the uh, the pool rafts with the like built in uh, those are yeah the built in beer pong like where you can put the cups in those are clutch as fuck. Those are good. Those are I we recently just did that. It's a lot more fun in a pool. Yeah, I love it. All right, Dewey. Swing on back around to you, bud. Swinging back to me. Uh, so you already got your outside game. I kind of want an outside game. Uh, it could be played indoors, but you need some space. I'm going giant Jenga. Oh, no. Damn, that's a good giant pick. Jenga. That's a good pick. I thought, bring, I, could, I thought I could maybe get that late round. Bring, bringing it in to as in like bringing a simple kids game to an adults at a bar setting outside. You need the space because it's going to make a loud noise when it tips. Very dramatic. It's probably, it's probably my favorite thing to do other than drink at a brewery. Yeah. They, they almost they almost always have A lot have of it. them have it. Yeah. I I hate when they have it at breweries. I, it's fun when you're playing, but well, if you're not playing and you're standing true. there mind your business and all of a sudden <laughs> it's just like a crash and you like jump and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hate when like people are playing Jenga around me, but it's fun to play. Like it if is you're, very like fun if to you're play. invested, if you're invested in a in a game like that you're betting on or something, and then all of a sudden yeah. the Jenga tower crashes, and, and like, the people are like, "Oh, Jenga!" I'm like, "Fuck!" Yeah, oh. every, everyone starts cheering, and you're like, "What just <laughs> happened?" And you think it has something to do with the game? Like, no, someone just lost in Jenga. <laughs> Dewey, I, Dewey, I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Um, nothing's My been clock. I mean, nothing's been picked so far. I mean, Brooks. I mean, there's no clock here. You can just do whatever. But yeah, Brooks, uh, back-to-back picks for you. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, 
Well, one, I'm actually kind of bummed. I had like planned out if I didn't go first, whoever said their first pick, I was immediately going to be like, oh, that pick sucks. Like the <laughs> second they finished it. <laughs> so or I was like, like, God damn it. When or, you gave me yeah. that pick. <laughs> or, or like, oh, that was a reach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was even going to like let them finish the word before I said it. Even, even if they took cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with my first pick, I am probably – I'm going to take – This is your second pick there, buddy. My second pick – First of two I'm, picks. <laughs> fuck off. But it's your second right. round pick. I'm going to reset. Reset. Um, all right. I'm not cutting that. <laughs> with, now I'm stuttering. No, with no, my no, second actually, pick – don't, don't, don't worry, dude. I'll cut that. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> with my second pick, I'm going to take another great game. You play on the beach. You had a group of four. Spike oh, ball. Yep. Spike ball's good. I did not expect Spike ball to get all the way back to me, to be honest. I thought that's what Dewey was going to pick. No. And then he pivoted. Yeah, Dewey, I thought you were going to go with like a like a more conventional like outdoor game. I feel like you have one like locked and loaded in the chamber that none of us are thinking about. Probably not because you, you guys have probably. lists and I'm currently looking up games on my phone. <laughs> Yo, dude, don't say that. And then we look like a loser. <laughs> hey. Every, everyone goes into a draft with a list, except for Dewey. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. I perform under pressure, or I don't, clearly, because I haven't won one. Uh, we'll see. This is my first one. I'm planning on going on a run. Well, Brooks, if you continue to win, then you have to keep coming back. So It's fair. I'm down with that. All right. Next pick, a game I have not played that much, but looks like That's a not a good start. Fun. No, it is. If you're at a day drink, a tailgate, preferably probably don't want to play it on concrete. Oh, but I'm no. going to select beer die. Oh, that's not where beer I thought you were going. Beer die is fucking awesome. Not where I thought you were going. Don't know what that is. You, It's like the game, you probably like seen it on like fucking Instagram or something, where it's like it's 2v2 and you throw the dice up in the air. He's not even listening. And you throw the dice up in the air. Oh, here, and 2v2, then, like, the, dice in the air. Yeah, and then the other like the other team has to catch it, and you get points and shit like that. It's a lot of fun. And you try to like, I honestly you, try thought... to, you play it with mugs, right? And then you try to land it in the glass. I've played it with. I think you can play. It. Yeah, you're right. You have to play with a cup. Yeah, because you have to try and land it in the cup. Yeah, I thought you were honestly going to go with like the thing that like the Facebook ad that I see at tailgates with like the two like outdoor folding chairs and the football and the fake goalposts. I thought you were going to go with that. I don't know You're if I've about. seen that. Ad. Whoa, dude! Maybe someone yeah. was gonna use. Maybe someone was gonna yeah. take that. Go, yeah, go, go, go for it. No one ever. I've I've never seen anyone play that. So go for it. Take it all you want because yeah, no maybe, one's ever. No one's ever played that. Maybe was. Maybe someone was gonna pick that game that no one knows what it's called. Uh, they call it the perfect tailgating game. But beer die also. It's so. <laughs> it's, Sounds fun. It's so. Perfect. I'll look it up. It's, I'll it's, look it up. I'll look so into perfect. it. It's so perfect. I've never seen it at a tailgate. Yeah, That's how good it is. Yeah, I, like yeah. it was definitely like more day drink than tailgate, but still. Um, oh no, I was talking about the uh, the goalpost thing that he was talking about the Facebook. But ads you know what you know what I'm talking about, Dylan, right? I think so, but yeah, it looks stupid. Yeah, I'm it not looks actually that. kind of fun. It looks kind of actually fun, but uh... sure. Okay, Dewey's up. Dewey, that's over to you, bud. Third round pick. What do you got? Third round pick. Third round pick. I know you're prepared uh, for this. So prepared. Uh, so we got my heart, like the actual drinking game. 
Got my outdoor game. We're going to switch it up to card game here. No. Uh, take the first card game. I'm going to take King's Cup. Okay, cool. Out of the card game. Cool. All right. Solid card game. There, there's a couple, couple other card games you can take. Uh, King's Cup gets most people involved. Yeah. You can make up the rules. Everyone plays it a little bit differently, <laughs> uh, but everyone's probably played it. You're the only, there's only one loser, and that's the loser who like cracks the beer after the cards are underneath the tab, fitting for the show. That's your intro, taking King's Cup. I agree. Um, this is a game that I never, ever want to play, but it always seems that like if you're like in a small – yeah, I guess social Small, gathering, four to five people. like like a pre like a pregame sort of thing. It's always the girls that bring it up and they want to play it, and I'm always like, no, let's play something else. But I think always, it's, we always end up playing King's Cup. I so think you, it's everyone fun. You just end up playing it. You just end up playing it. Yep. There's only two routes and cards: King's Cup and a game that someone's probably going to pick. I'll probably pick. I won't mention. Yeah, I won't mention. But I already have my card game, so I enjoy Kings. I think my favorite part of it is when like you get the never have I ever and then you just take it way too far and make like people like, a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I always I always try to yeah. make people very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Before you single someone out. Yeah, it's just you just make and especially if you don't fool like know the people that well and you say something ridiculous and or like, just like or yeah. just like there's just like some girl and it's just like never have I ever been with four dudes at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the girl the girl's just like Fuck you. She puts it. Just hopes like nobody's looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. All right. Well, I feel like now I have to take that other card game because I don't think it's going to come back around. Uh, and then hope that another one of these games comes back to me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the other card game that I think Dewey is talking about. Hopefully it's my favorite drinking card game. Uh, it's fuck the dealer. You know, there's uh, so many card games, like card there, drinking games like that, is, that is. I don't even know, like, I would need a refresher on Fuck the Dealer, because I'd be like, wait, is that up the river, or is that this, or is that that? It's, uh, I mean, it's basically like you, there's the dealer, and then the person tries to guess the next card, and then you say higher or lower, and then they get another guess, and if they're wrong, they drink the difference yeah. between it. Yeah, and then if they get I, it right, and you, basically the dealer has to get three people in a row have to get it wrong and then he can pass the cards to the next dealer. And usually like when you get down to the, when you get down to the bottom of the deck, like someone's drinking like again, no, and, again and again and again. All right. Uh, I mean, uh, I fuck the dealer. I know and love that game. So solid pick. Dewey that you know, the look on your face, that was not the card game you're thinking of. Oh, I was thinking ride the bus, but oh, it's whoa, whoa, very, dude. very similar. Whoa, very dude. Similar. Someone, Jesus. someone, someone might've picked that dude. Just throwing shit out there? Just throwing it out there. Jesus. All right, my next pick, I think I can get my last round pick because I just don't think either of you are going to take it. So I'm going to take another outdoor game. It's a game that I haven't played very much. Uh, it's a game that they try to sell you on Facebook ads, but the, the quality of the things they the quality of things they try to sell on the Facebook ads are just terrible. Uh, it's easier if you just use two pvc pipes and you got a frisbee it's beersby beer, beersby beersby. It's beersby, beersby is awesome beersby is awesome it's, it's beersby i didn't think anyone knew, else knew about beersby but it's fucking awesome uh yeah i was trying to explain it to leslie earlier today 
and uh, I, I couldn't remember like how the scoring works. I just remember like, right. Your partner's on the other side and you try to hit the, first of all, you had two, like two poles on each end and then you have a beer bottle or a can sitting on top. I've always played with bottles and you try yeah, to use, a bottle. It's a bottle try to use the Frisbee to knock the bottle off. And there's like different points. And like, if you make contact with the bottle itself first and it hits the ground, or if you hit the pole and knock it off and then it hits the ground. Um, and then there's like ways that the other team can get points. Like if you throw your Frisbee to your partner and your partner drops it, stuff like that. And then it's just like your general, like play to 21 drinking game. And you always, you can only play one handed. Like you, it's one of those, like you have to have a beer in your hand. It's, it's excellent. I haven't played in a couple of years. I used to play all the time at a yeah. yard and I took a Frisbee off the nose so hard once that my nose was bleeding. It was like one of those, like, it was like, it was so close to the pole and I was like crouched in athletic position. And I thought it was going to hit the pole and it like missed it by like, by, I was going to do that much, but we're on a podcast. A cunt hair. And a cunt hair. <laughs> yeah. We can, we, you, can, you can, Brooks, you can cuss on this podcast. I've been cursing. Um, <laughs> and it just smoked me right in the nose and just blood and a, just a cut right on the bridge of my nose. <laughs> Damn. I wish I would have seen that. That probably would have been very funny. I know you would have enjoyed it. I would have very much enjoyed that. All right, sweet. I feel like I got two great picks there. Uh, Dewey, back to you, bud. Back to me. This probably won't be a pretty popular pick unless you're a wrestling fan. If you're a wrestling fan, this pick is for you. Because uh, you're pretty much just drinking and watching wrestling. The point of this podcast all bundled in one. I'm you're stealing just, your game. You're just going with that. From you. Stealing your game from you. The wrestling drinking game. The WWE, AEW, whatever, whatever wrestling you want to watch. I'm taking your game that you perfected your child and I'm taking the wrestling drinking game. What a pandering pick. I didn't even think about I that's not even on my board. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Didn't even think uh for future listeners or listeners, if you like drinking and you like wrestling, I'm sure Dylan will post the rules. The rules are the, the the rules are the pin tweet. I will okay. never unpin that tweet. So for those I am I'm gonna take that. We've used it as pre-games before plenty of blacked out nights whenever you see us there's lots of cans of beers but you got to be a wrestling fan you got to be a drinker it marries both of those two things at once yeah uh it's i mean joe and i already talked about it earlier on this episode uh, i believe the one we just watched got like yeah, you guys are doing beer ratings for every ep- for every upward, podcast. So. Yeah, it got somewhere in like the sixteen or seventeen beer range, and it's a two, um, not even a three hour pay per view that we just watched from nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. So like, so I'm gonna that there's there's my like you're not doing anything besides watching TV game. That's my drinking game. I like it, Dewey, and you know what? I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate you put. I appreciate you picking that. I wasn't actually. I was never gonna pick that. Uh I honestly thought it might get vetoed if I tried doing it. That oh, is no. that is that is what actually brought me to start watching wrestling again. Not so much the wrestling, but the game itself. Exactly. You're welcome. Thanks. All right, Brooks, your last two picks here. Oh, all right. Well, I know one of them for sure. Kind of stuck between two. So I'll get the one out of the way. I love this game. I can do it usually at a bar 
I'd say for hours, but that would be ridiculous. But for hours, when you're, it's like so simple too, just a hook on the wall and a ring with a string attached to it. I can sit there and throw that ring at the wall a thousand times. What is that even? Awesome. Like, yeah, I have you, no what idea. What is that even called? On my it's list, like I called it's it like hook washer ring game. Yeah, it's like washer toss, but the washer's on a ring and you're swinging. Hook ring toss. Let's yeah. Let's get it. Let's get Brooks ring gonna, toss. Ring toss. Just ring toss. Ring. That's all right. Well, I suck at that game. I am so bad at that. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. Uh, as well as the other game that Dewey mentioned. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like I'm good at can, like can jam and cornhole, but I'm I'm good at throwing a frisbee and a beanbag, but not a fucking like little washer. I love that. Game I don't know. So I don't know much. what it is. Yeah, I always like the videos of the uh, where like a dad is holding a baby, or like or someone's holding a cat, and they just let go, and the ring hits the hook, like the viral videos of that, and like the whole the whole place just erupts when it hits the hook. You've never no, seen. You've never. No, seen I have it. no idea. What I've, you're never talking about. I've never seen. I've never seen. I don't know what you talk about. I've never seen a viral video of ring toss, but that. <laughs> Yikes. Well, one of the other maybe I'm not spending my time wisely, but that's that's just what I do. One of our one of our three listeners may have seen a video like that, so hopefully that (laughs) you know what that shout out was for you. One of those three listeners. Very nice. What is the rule? What is like? What are we drafting again? Games, just games, just games. (laughs) Games. I, I would prefer. Games. I would prefer we didn't choose board games. I feel like that could be a, a separate. I'm not draft. picking a board game. Yeah, any right. board game, you have to make your own drinking game to it, and I don't think that would like play to a national audience like this podcast has. I really appreciate the fact that you just said national audience, uh, but yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, it's just games. Whatever you. Games. Oh no. Oh no! Is Brooks gonna he's take to, what I think? He's trying to find a loophole. He's trying to find a loophole here. This I is think a I have a good one. <laughs> this no. is his loophole look. No. All right. I'm. I don't know if Dylan's even thinking what I'm thinking or not. I am going to choose a professional baseball game. Nope. This is not what I'm thinking. Nope. Of. Can I do that? Oh, like attending a baseball game? <laughs> you you drink and it's a game. Veto. No, you have to be playing. You, know, you have to be playing, playing the game. The game. <laughs> Unless you're a professional baseball player and you've been holding out on us. No, he's or not. Or a professional athlete in general. No, that's not the case. Certainly not. That is a veto. I was like, is that loophole going to work? Because it's a game and it's like nope. games you you drink, I guess, while doing. Fun. Not even close. Yeah, he's that mustache he has. What did you say he looked like before we started recording? Uh yeah, he looks like a like a sports sports reporter like yeah, from, not, I'm Ron Burgundy's team. Not a sports player. Not a sports player. He looked like a reporter. At so he, best. yeah, he looks like well, he looks like Champ Kind with a mustache basically is what you're saying. Basically, yeah. And he's yeah, I think he needs a hat. Oh, a cowboy hat, Brooks. You go get a mm-hmm. go put a cowboy hat on. Um yeah, help us I'm out. just I'm just joking. I'm sorry, I have one. Um <laughs> <laughs> have one on standby. All right, try, try. How about you try again, there, bud? All right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna pivot, but it's gonna be similar. <clears throat> I'm now gonna choose a football a, game, a beer league, <laughs> right? A beer league softball game. I will accept. That's that. a good one. 
I will take that. That's, yeah, that, a beer league softball that's game. That's I mean, beer it's just softball, the best. That beer league kickball. That's uh, that's an excellent pick and something that yeah. I hadn't thought about. I hadn't thought. I hadn't about thought about it until you just vetoed that last one. Was not on my list. That's uh, that's a solid pick. I mean. I'm I'm the person that shows up with a 12 pack and tears his hamstring on his way to first base. So, <laughs> yeah. so that I can in, in the bottom of the first. So he's drink on the bench the rest of the I say, I say that because <laughs> I, I say that because I actually did that once. Um I did make it to second. I hit a double. I I, I rounded I rounded first on a on a torn hamstring and made it to second. So <laughs> I just want to just want to point that out. But I I then shout out to my uh someone signed me. Someone signed this guy. I yeah. mean, no, I immediately came out of the game. Yeah. I'm way, <laughs> what, too, what, way too fat. What does like a normal person do for like a torn hamstring? Like, did you get surgery or you just like lay on the couch? Um, yeah, mostly just uh, nothing. A lot of nothing. But like, so like athletes get a torn hamstring, I'd imagine they get surgery or do they not? I don't think there's surgery for it. Uh, I don't know. Huh. I know that I, I didn't get surgery. I, I and and I got it while I was in the Navy. So like, if I needed surgery, they would have paid for it. So, gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, one of <laughs> Navy officer. I don't know. I don't know Navy names, but it's like Dylan gets surgery paid for by the Navy because he got shit face at a <laughs> softball game. <laughs> That might be part of the reason I didn't ask if I could. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't think I even went to the doctor for it. Like I, I knew what happened, and I was just like too embarrassed to like go, "Hey, doc, pulled my hammy on my way to first, but from from jogging, <laughs> could you help me out?" <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, beer league softball game. I like that. I like that That's pick a lot. Uh, Dewey, your final pick, and I really final hope that pick. you're not about to take what I want to take. Probably not. I don't think that you probably even have this on your board. Uh, if you're a fan of New Girl, there are legitimate rules for this game. Oh, uh, what I was going to pick. There are legitimate rules for this game, and you need about twenty some beers and a bottle of liquor. I'm talking about True American. True American. All what your, a pick. All your childhood games. Uh, floor is lava. Uh, like a matching game pretty there are rules i know in the show they make up rules someone came and said solidified rules if you google true american rules you need a lot of couch cushions pillows couches chairs you need a lot of furniture uh, like a lot of random furniture and a lot of room yeah uh i i want to play so bad it's really hard to set the setup is the hardest part of the game but once you're there the setup and getting everyone to play. Like, we tried playing yeah. when we were on the Big Island, and it just fell through. Yeah. We were but all like... True American has probably the highest ceiling in a, any sort of drinking game with the established rules that you can Google. Yeah. I, I, it's one of those games that I think if you, could ha- if you have a group of friends that all know the rules and, like, you get together, like, frequently enough to remember the rules... It is. It, it, I agree. The highest ceiling. of The rules aren't game. hard. Rules aren't hard. You have like no. three options. And then basically you're playing, you're playing some like movie trivia slash category game. And then the floor is lava and you basically want to chug beers. That's, that's the game. Yeah. And I'm all about chugging beers. As yeah. someone who has not watched new girl, but has seen that episode. It's also much more playable 
than the game in another comedy podcast or comedy sitcom. Sitcom. Well, Maybe based out of uh, we, we can talk. We can talk about that after. We yeah, we can talk about that after. Um, I'm not gonna pick that. Uh, no, but yeah. no one, but well, I can't we'll imagine round, no one's round it out with. We'll do some shout outs if, afterwards. I, I'm if, I if your friend group can pull it off, I promise you it'll be one of the best nights staying in and not actually going out. Agreed. Probably. All right. Well, I'm going to round up this draft, hopefully with something that doesn't get vetoed. I don't think it'll get vetoed since we didn't veto the wrestling drinking game. I'm going with something else that you do on your TV. Something that uh, I have all of them, I think, uh, but you play it on you your phone, play? play it on your phone through a console. Usually I'm talking about the Jackbox games. That's a fantastic. Those are, those are, those are really fun. Those are really good games. Um, and I'm just selecting Jackbox as a whole. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, quick shout out to uh, the battle rap game with the robots. <laughs> hate that game. Uh, Quip, I love that one. Quiplash, probably my favorite. I hate that one. Um, what's the one that Adam was really good at where you have to – Oh, Fibbage. 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 Big, big fan of Fibbage. Big fan of Drawful. Drawful. The, uh, the, I, played, I, I played recently the, the Triver the – Triver, Trivia Murder Mystery one again. Yeah, I like that one. No, it's pretty uh, good. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorite ones, and no one really likes that. Yeah. Brings so, in trivia. Brings in, like, some quick math. Some, it's good. Yeah, so Jackbox is my pick. And I feel like I've got a solid draft, but we're going to recap here and then get into some shout outs and close out the show. So Brooks had the first pick. He had cornhole, spike ball, beer die, ring toss, and beer league softball. Dewey had the second pick. He had flip cup, giant Jenga. Love that pick. King's cup, the wrestling drinking game, and true American. And I had the third pick. I had can jam, beer pong, Fuck the dealer, Beersby, and Jackbox. Uh, let's let's get some shout outs out of the way. Uh, Brooks, we'll we'll just go we'll just go down the line. Brooks, Dewey, me. What do we got? Oh, uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Go. Dewey, go first. Uh, some shout outs for just some pure pure drinking games. Uh, <laughs> quarters take some skill. If you don't, if you never tied and toss a quarter in your life, you'll probably suck. You'll probably get fucked up. But once you get the quarter thing, it's very rewarding. It's a staple. Quarters. It's a staple anytime I do a beer Olympics. Uh, and I, yeah. I'm always it is an event. Worst. I'm always uh, the worst at it. Slap cup. Nothing's better than someone trying to bounce a ball in a cup and then you slap it away yeah, right slap, in front of their face. It's like slap cup, stack cup, or rage cage. People yeah, what, however, however you want to play it, it's, it's a staple mark. And again, another beer Olympics. And then another one that not really is not really known or that doesn't get played very often, but wizard sticks. Because you can literally see <laughs> how just how far you a, go with house. Just making is that a, wizard, a game. <laughs> making a wizard. I I've done that a lot. I never played it. Wizard as like six a game. is a game, and you like challenge other wizards, and like based on how many beers you finished in your stack, and like how tall it is, you like someone has an advantage. Uh, wizard six. Those are my three pure drinking game shoutouts that no one picked. The the only other drinking game that I had on here was beer ball. Which is very similar to yeah. guy. You have a big body to throw around, though. Yeah, beer ball for me, I kind of just like not that I'm like small by any means. I'm fat now, but like fat still guy. like short in stature, so I just get fucking smoked in beer ball. 
that's uh where you throw the ball at the can. Yeah, you throw the yeah, yeah the the pong the beer pong ball at the. And if it, and you want to chug your drinks when they're yeah, if you to hit if you hit the can, the you can start drinking, and then yeah. you have to stop once they bring the ball back to the table. Yeah, that's a good game. That's it's one of my probably one of my that's probably my favorite event in a in a beer Olympics. Hmm. Interesting. My my favorite event in a beer Olympics is a case race. <laughs> Honestly, someone starting probably, starting someone probably... starting a beer Olympics with a case race is insanity. Someone probably could have picked beer Olympics in general. And all I the bases. I didn't want to because it would take so much off the board. I felt I felt like it would be. It a would long take. Fair. It would take a lot off the board. But yeah, like, I would. I would have. I, I would have probably, probably vetoed beer Olympics and said yeah, that's like a I, drinking I think, event. It's not like I, a drinking how, game. It's a multitude how, of drinking games. Yeah, how often? How often do you are you in a beer Olympics? Once a year, uh, once a year, a maybe. Long time. Maybe once, once a year, year maybe. maybe maybe once every uh, two years. Really, like, I haven't been in one since probably like maybe college. Were you yeah. not? So were you like, not maybe. at the one at Leslie's house, Brooks? Oh fuck! Okay, that was like two years ago. Yeah, two three years. Yeah, probably it's like it's like an actual Olympics, like every two years. I'm literally watching the Olympics. Yeah. Um, I had, I didn't have it until the very end and I thought Dylan was going to take it and I got worried. So I think it's just such a great pick. I had trivia, just trivia in general. Oh, I didn't think about that. I do. I'm a big trivia guy. Yeah. Yeah. That That was one. I, I certainly would have probably swapped out like beer dye for trivia in hindsight. Yeah. You probably should have done that. Well, I didn't, I no, but I, I didn't think about trivia until the very last round. Yeah. When I was like already done. So I was just like, fuck, I hope they don't take that. Um, I had slap cup. Um, I had one, which I told myself before the draft, I was going to pick no matter what, because I love it so much. I didn't pick it. Golden tea golf at a bar. Whoa. I have so much fun playing. I wasn't sure if bar games were a part of that because there's like darts pool. I had pool and that's, darts and all that on my list. Yeah, that's, a, like, that's the other thing. If we if we would no that, one went that, that could have been that could have been a category if we would have went categories. Yeah, no, but, no one went that route, but that that, that definitely could have been. I didn't even think about bar games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if we did categories, I would have taken yeah. golden tea, and I'm sure if there were more people here, I probably would have been forced to take golden tea. But I fucking love playing golden tea golf. Wow. It is yeah, a lot it's of like fun. three. It's like it's like three dollars for eighteen too. It's yeah, cheap. as well oh, as yeah. uh, and like big, and eighteen like lasts like thirty to. Oh, 30 it's a to long, It takes minutes. a while. If you're going to play a full time. round, yeah, yeah. Also, it's also, like three or four dollars for an hour of game time. Yeah. Also, a big fan of uh, Big Buck Hunter. Oh, oh, that's an awesome one. Too. <laughs> um, do you have any more Brooks? Oh, I put volleyball down there. We yeah, used to so do that all I had, the time. I had pool volleyball. That was I was I was between that and Jackbox, but I, I, I think you made the I, right choice. I, I pandered a little I bit. Think more made, with, with I think Jackbox. you make the right choice as well. Yeah. Um, That's, I put down wiffle ball. That seems like it would be fun. I've never drunkenly played wiffle ball though. I have. So I, I didn't like feel that I like that would be authentic for me to take it. Yeah. Um, since I like since I really don't work out ever anymore, I just have kind of steered away from any sort of athletic drinking event. Same. It's just, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough when you're getting old and we're all, we're all getting old. We're not as old as you. You're married and have a kid coming. I mean, you both are older than me. So. <laughs> it's fucked. 
Age is just a number, Dylan. Age is a word, Dewey. <laughs> that, has, that has three letters and three is a number. So three is a number. Good, Dewey. Good job, bud. Nice. Yeah, it's a good Dewey. Got one right. <laughs> Damn, dude, he's treating you like a dog. Uh, so my shout outs, uh, I had ladder ball. Um, it's like a ladder, yeah, a ladder yeah. golf. That's what we call it. I'm yeah. glad that didn't get picked. It's yeah, a I'm, like, if, if more people, a, if more people would have been in here, that yeah. would have been picked. I think it would have been picked. I think that is like, uh, I'm trying to think of how many outdoor games that we had picked, like cornhole, can jam, spike ball, um, beersby. Like, I think this is like the number five outdoor. Mm-hmm. Game. Um, like, it's it's way yeah. down the line. I would rather do like I, I think I might rather do the the Facebook ad game and just try that out over <laughs> playing ladder ball again. Um, but it shows up on a lot of lists for like outdoor games. Um, actually, better yep. better than ladder ball outdoor game uh, horseshoes. I had saw that. that. That seems like you're out in the boonies or you're like camping kind of game, and I don't camp very often, so I, that's why I wouldn't pick it. I don't know if horseshoes is a camping game. It's not really a camp. Uh, it's it's just an outdoors game. Yeah, I've never gone to a place. Well, that's that because you lived in. Shoes. That's because you lived in Detroit. <laughs> and I'm not a camper. But when I go camping, they have a horseshoes thing and a washer, like uh, a washer toss thing see, set up. I hate see. I hate which is dead. One like my favorite things about horseshoes is like a horseshoe pit, not a horseshoe thing. Yeah, it's a horseshoe pit, Dewey. Okay, same, grow, same. grow up, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. When was um, the last time any one of you guys played horseshoes? Years. It's been years. Uh, all right. I rest my case. <laughs> it didn't get drafted. That's why I didn't draft it. These are rest shout outs. my case. These are yeah. shout outs. Um, rest and then my, my last, my last two are less games and more of just like things at an outdoor kids party. I had slip and slide and bounce house. Oh, fucking like slip cup would have been a solid pick. Yeah. Or what's the what's the what's the thing where it's like kickball, but they have kiddie pools and they slip and slide oh, between the sli- bases. Oh, like kickball, like slip and slide kickball. I've never yeah. seen that. Have, yeah, kiddie pools is bases. Yeah, kiddie pools are bases, and you like slide into a kiddie pool. That on shit is kickball. I played that once. It's so much fun. Yeah, so much but fun. you need a lot. You need a you need you need some two, serious you need, planning. Yeah, you need serious two, planning and a lot of people. And yeah, a lot need, of people. You need like twenty people. At least 15, 15 to fifteen to eighteen people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I had written down. Um, I mean, I guess I could shout. I mean, I could shout out all the other drinking games I've made up over the years. But yeah, the the wrestling drinking game is. Yeah, it's my baby. I only it's the one had I had to take it because this is the podcast. You didn't have to. I mean, I had to. No, no one forced you to take that, but I do appreciate I it. I forced myself, trying to put it out there. If one more person partakes in the drinking game after this episode. I think I did my job, even if I don't win this draft, which I won't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Well, company man. Hopefully, they don't partake in the drinking game and die. Just remember, uh, just rem- there's a disclaimer that it yeah. is not for the weak drinkers. Yeah, just remember if you're <laughs> playing the wrestling drinking game, please drink light beer, something that's four yeah. percent. Remember that one time we did it with champagne. Yeah, we did. We did mimosas and uh, pogmosas. Yeah, and Bellini's. Sixteen bottles of champagne later. Yeah, uh, between yeah. three people in three hours. It was fun. It was a fun day. It was, it was a good day. Really good day. Well, all right. So I'll be posting the graphic uh, on Sunday when this episode comes out. 
and everyone can vote on who or who had yeah who had the best draft uh <clears throat> next next week like i said joe is probably not going to be here so i'm probably going to have andy on for the episode possibly dewey we will see we're probably going to do another draft uh brooks will most likely be back possibly another new person for another draft uh we're going to keep doing drafts until SummerSlam, and then maybe we'll find another new third segment so we're not drowning everyone in drafts something something that's also entertaining i have something cooked up in the in the oven the right noggin. now yeah yeah and the not in the noggin not not in the oven totally not in the oven um but yeah next week we're we're gonna have that probably yeah another drunk dudes draft and more retro beer ratings next week we have wrestlemania 14 the iconic uh you know stone cold steve austin first title win so watch that and follow along with the drinking game and as always you can follow us on twitter at ddt wrestle pod you can follow me on untapped at dylan free joe's not here but you can follow him at joe kalinowski uh dewey has continued to express that he doesn't want to be followed on social media brooks what about <laughs> no. you oh at brooks underscore shyman is that uh is that everywhere tiktok instagram oh fuck twitter i think my instagram is like brooksy 005 well, that doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> wherever anyone wants to follow brooks uh uh, I'm sure. I'm sure he. I'm sure he would love to follow you back. Uh, as always, you can rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Please do that. I uh, appreciate everyone for continuing to listen. Uh, I have been. Well, actually, we've been the drunk dudes, uh, Dylan, Dewey, and Brooks, and Joe earlier in the episode. And we'll catch you on down the road. thinking about you like drinking some TV felt like I was drinking